That shit was crazy though because you know we are we had only had rehearsals with the singer, yeah. and we didn't know the nigga was flaming to the first show. He oh, would come, had a gay lead singer. He would come dressed normal to every rehearsal, but our first show, this dude walked out with nothing but a vest on and, and uh, Ultimate Warrior streamers around his arm. It started uh -huh. like gyrating, uh -huh. and we was all playing like, "What the fuck is this nigga doing?" I know y'all broke it behind that. I, I hate that was our last show with him singing. Lead. <laughs> <laughs> we found another lead singer, bro. <laughs> but he the one that's on the album. Yeah. Ultimate Eddie Kane Jr. Yeah, because like we was, we, we only rehearsing and we went to the studio. We had done no live shows, but the live show he just came out. You you remember the, your first song you ever did that you recorded? Yeah. What was your verse? Oh, I don't remember the verse, but it was. Oh, conveniently, he don't. Remember. <laughs> ah, oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't remember the verse, but it was like some it was like some R&B shit. We're back in the day where. You remember the tapes? You had to buy the tapes and they had yeah. the instrumentals on there? Yeah. So I didn't like the instrumentals that everybody knew. So I tried to find some songs that, that had the, the whack-ass songs and nobody really cared. The second, the B song. The yeah, second song, yeah. try to write some shit to that. So I remember seeing it. You know I mean? Putting up the two radios and shit like that. Recording on one, press play on yeah. the other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the words, but it was Man. probably some nasty singing shit. Back <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I used to have a prank call. A prank call. Uh, tape where I would tape myself prank calling people. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing that like in the fifth grade. Hey, prank calls was fun. <laughs> prank calls were fun as hell. And I would just say, people would answer the phone and be like, hello? And I'd be like, pass the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Pass the butt, nigga. <laughs> man, Caller ID fucked all that shit up, yeah. man. Yeah. Man. What was Caller ID like? What, 95, 94? Yeah, that first couple months, nigga. How the fuck did you know right, it was me? Know it's you. It was Star 69 first. <laughs> it, was, it was Star 69 first. <laughs> then that came out like in the early 90s. Yeah. Then the mid 90s, Caller ID, that ended. I remember when calls. it was only like three, four area codes. Right. It was 818 714 213. Yeah. yeah. And damn near everything was I remember when A1A A1A came. I remember when I remember when I, it was yeah. two that was two one three. A one they came like in the late eighties. Right. Yeah. No mid eighties. Later than that. Later than that. Later than that. Later yeah, like yeah, ninety yeah. And A one A came in the in the mid nineties. A one A was yeah. three one zero. Eight one eight was 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 a uh, Pasadena right Valley, right Valley Valley that all was all Valley yeah. Pasadena was two one three also. Remember, or Altadena was two one three. Right. Okay. Yeah. We was two one three. Then the West Side got three two uh, got three one zero. You remember your first phone number? I still remember mine. I remember mine. Uh, Damn. You remember your first phone number, Mimi? No. Damn. So, I remember my mama made me, me and my brother these business cards. We <laughs> 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 were like 14 or some business cards that on mine that said, uh, Tada. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no future in your front, <laughs> man. This is. <laughs> you remember your first business card? Yes. What was it? What, what, what business was it? it? I was doing print modeling when I was young, so it was a picture of me look, trying to look sexy, walking yeah. down the street like it was sexy business, but it was like <laughs> a print modeling shot. You know, yeah, yeah, all yeah. my acting information and where you could find me. Yeah. Now we can make some acting happen. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> my first phone number was uh, that I remember was eight one eight three three two. 
2676. <laughs> we used to have to actually remember them phone numbers, too. Man, so, we, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I remember my mom got hot. We kind of made our own first business, business card, all that. You know, really? kids, <laughs> kids in trouble, locked in a room on punishment. Yeah. Fucked around and saw a mosquito in there we knocking <laughs> mosquitoes off the wall. He's like, you know what? We should make our own mosquito killer business. Oh, wow. Just mosquitoes. Y'all don't kill nothing else than a mosquito. Ask mom for the phone number. Was going around the city. Just putting up our phone number. with all We kill mosquitoes. We don't fuck with That's crazy. Do y'all remember that phone number that you were able to call back in the day to see what uh, see what time it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, 885-3121. Oh, yep, yep, yep. The time is one thirty eight. Standard daylight savings time is. Like, I remember that. How, how about a movie phone? If you know the name of the movie you like to see, I enter now. We tell you everything. You know where it's playing at. What's playing? Movie phone. That's crazy. I forgot about that place. Seven 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 film. Seven 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 three four five six. Every every area code had that same every area code. The same voice though. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's saying. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to movie. You could push a zero for the operator, and if your man was on the phone back then with somebody, as you trying to like say it's an emergency, yeah. so the person can hear oh, your name and shit. Like yep. you feel me? And then don't let it be the mama on the phone. Then she's mad at you. Like your little girlfriend called today and said it was an emergency. <laughs> I was on the phone with the bishop. You know what I mean? <laughs> She was trying to get some dick. Yeah. We all know bishops be hitting niggas' moms. <laughs> I forgot about the emergency call breakthrough. That's crazy. Damn, yeah, I never, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you put a zero. Yeah. I want to put an emergency call through. You know what I mean? Yeah, operator. <laughs> operator, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they would call and say it. Remember Four? the first, first pair of shoes you bought on your own with your own money? Mm. Uh, oh, some low-top black chucks. Oh, you was gay, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do what I had to do. She was a black rag on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trip out certain, certain things people wear or whatever. I'm just let you know. Like those chains. What's those chains called? Uh, hair and bones. The hair and bones. Hair and bones. Uh, after Cuban the hair and bones. The rope. The medallion. The shit that they wear now. The Gucci. Cuban the still. Huh? No, it's fucking uh, medallion. The rolling chain. Okay, yeah, yeah. The rolling chain. That poker shell. As soon as you see that shit, it's like, where you from? <laughs> <laughs> wearing that motherfucker. The letter belt. If I see a letter belt, nigga, oh. I know you. <laughs> I know you ain't got no money. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Poverty all over the oh, First pair of shoes you bought yourself? Uh, it was them. I can't remember what they called them. Reeboks. Remember them Reeboks everybody huh? had back in like classic uh, middle school? It was probably the classic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought some like teal ones. That was because I thought they was fresh, and I realized they didn't match with shit else I had. <laughs> <laughs> that was my learning lesson about buying shoes. Buying shoes that you that's gonna match more than match one shirt, shirt, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First pair of shoes ever. I don't even remember. Like I think I think it was some uh, some Vans or whatever, because I, I wanted some pumps. But, you know, when I saw how much money I had and how much the pumps cost, there's other shit I wanted, too. Like, yeah. man, fuck them shoes, nigga. Let me get these vans. And I used to get spend all my money on drum pieces. Like, let me get yeah. this symbol real quick. You talking about, like, fried, fried or back? 
I set myself up for that. I did. I set myself up for that. You like a train conductor, nigga. Fuck you. All aboard. Nigga, Vans used to be like twenty dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and that's yeah. why I got them. Like, Vans. Yeah, I know what you get. Like some trucks for like nine, ten dollars. Yeah. yeah. I got some Vans. I got some Vans and a new snare drum. Remember the karate shoes? Oh, yeah. Put a penny loafers and put a penny in it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Craig put a Chuck E. Cheese token in his penny loafers. <laughs> And you put a slice of pizza in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'll eat that one. <laughs> Fuck you, both you niggas. <laughs> yeah, man. That's crazy. I remember a whole lot of that shit, man. Did you guys know that right now, the profit margins for businesses is the highest it's been in 70 years? So per sale right now, businesses are making more money than mm -hmm. they've made in the last seven years, mm -hmm. and that's because of inflation. Yeah. Um, that's crazy how, and the and one of the reasons that they're making more money is because once we got the stimulus checks, um, a lot of businesses was like, there's more money out there, so we got to charge more because everybody has money. Um, I think it's incredible how the people don't have control or having established a cap on the price of goods. It's like, how are we allowing businesses to charge us more and we not really gaining any ground as far as the money we make? You understand what I'm saying? I'll tell you how. The, the, because the media sells us this illusion of a shortage. You know, God, ain't, ain't no shortages in nature. It ain't no shortage in none of this stuff. But they create the shortages. Old school. They've been doing. They've been doing this shit for hundreds of years. Create a shortage. Shortage. Inflate the overinflate the price, and when you don't have much competition, they they collude because it's very rare we get things from independent farmers these days. Right. You know, it's either gonna come from a private corporation or the prison system. Right. Those are the two places goods and services goods come from now. Private corporations and the prison system, and they collude to elevate the price, and they 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 use the media to sell us shortage. Right. Inflation is a financial prison. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? It basically it's a clever way of saying Oh shit! You got a little bit more money. Well, <laughs> I don't need you cutting into mine. Let's 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 lengthen the distance of financial freedom, and let's and let's call it something else. Yeah. Uh, let, let's say that Bitcoin is, is there. You can be hacked, and they can take all your money. Because if you're de if you if you go to decentralized banking and decentralized ways of making money, you're not really. Uh, subject to the same uh, inflation standards as somebody who's just dealing with cash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if we could ever make ground. How did it get to a point where they don't have to come see us before they charge us more? Like, how do we how, how do we get there, Blaze? Man, they, uh, I mean, we got comfortable. We fell asleep and let them do what they do instead of putting our foot down because we really got the control, man. We could say, we really do. Fuck you, keep that shit. And we're going to do something else. So we gonna, you know, then what they going to do? Right. We're going to have to get his shit away. You right. Know what I'm well, let, but, me uh, you, let me ask you this. Is there uh, feelings involved in business? No. There's no, no feelings in business. Is there emotions in business? Well, unless you're a dentist and you... <laughs> <laughs> right. So other than that, I'm just saying... <laughs> it's part of my... I make a lot of money on feelings. <laughs> right. I went to dental school. <laughs> playing devil's advocate, if you have a business, the objective is probably to get as much money as you can.
out of people, right? You know what I mean? Of course. And so it, that's what I'm saying. If there's no, I mean, if there's no emotion or no feeling, <coughs> why would they not? Here's me. Well, part of it will be the reason why you don't do it is to sustain the economy. You know, the, the more money is out there for the people, the more the longer lasting the economy yeah, exists. Right. But the thing is, we have a parasitic elite that's not. You know, we live in, in our capitalist society only sees things in three month intervals. Mm. What's what am I going to make the next quarter? Yeah. Every, every like the stock market is set up for businesses to only focus on the next quarter, not the next twenty years. Mm. And we, but we've seen businesses have to contract before after nine eleven when Americans were scared when the sorry ass towers fell. We stopped spending money, right. and what happened was you, you remember what happened right now. Nothing. Gas went from two dollars a gallon to eight nine cents a gallon. Right. Flights was like ten dollars to fly to goddamn Paris. Right. You know what I mean? Everything went down because Americans stopped spending money out of fear, mm-hmm. and then that's when they lowered the, the rates and, and everything. And now we have a, sort of a new mindset in America right. now, to where now it's about spending yourself because we have that sense of security. I'm gonna say some radical shit. What? Because. Because I subscribe to Dr. Claude Anderson, and my definition of racism is his. The com- it's the competition for wealth and resources between groups of people. Mm-hmm. Racism is the answer. Not skin color. Hey, uh, we over here because we black, or we over here because we Mexican or white. I'm not talking about the ignorant shit. That's, that's petty sucker shit. I'm talking about the collectivizing of finances. If if groups of people got together and pulled their money and said, no, we will not spend our money here. We will not spend our money there unless these demands are met, unless these prices come down, unless, you know, what I'm saying there's a five percent cap on, uh, you know, inflation. If people pulled their money together and collectivize more, we could put a stop to this being ripped off a stop to motherfucking i know somebody who moved into an apartment uh the homie he's blind Mm -hmm. moved into an apartment in uh burbank at 1600 a month at the beginning of the motherfucking uh quarantine because they needed people Mm -hmm. and they just raised his rent 800 dollars. this nigga disabled (laughs) you feel what i'm saying that type of shit that's that's not capitalism it's coming though it's coming though because like when it comes down to it you cannot have all the money at the top for too long you know at some point it's going to crash and it's going to crash worse than it did in 2008 and it'll regulate itself you know what I mean and 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 that's another reason why it's in their best interest to not do shit like this because a big blow up big crash but they don't give a fuck. They'll short sell this shit anyway. They'll, they'll make money on the short sale, on the, on the, on the crash. So. That's the same thing that's going on. You got to help me with the word. Uh, Kazakhstan, right? Kazakhstan, yeah. Kazakhstan. Uh, where they were out there and they raised, they had no cap on the gas. And so now they out there paying outrageous prices for gas and they tearing that whole thing down. They didn't right. the presidential, all that down. So I'm saying, I mean, they violence in the street. They didn't call it Russia, all that. I'm just saying, is there... We don't have to resort to violence like that, do we? Or no, we don't have, to, don't have to do nothing. If any country will, it will be this country, though. Yeah, this, this is a violent-ass country. It, it'll happen here. And it won't be uh, even white boys out there. Man. <laughs> it's happened before. I don't think we fed up yet. It's, not, right, right. it's enough. People, it's, it's more and more people to become it because there was like there have been a lot of things going on around the country, people fighting back when it comes to a lot of these quote-unquote mass mandates or whatever and things going on with the, like the, the shutting down. But they don't report it. Or when they do report it, they, they report it as just a few fringe people. When really it's more than that. You know, we got to realize our news is hella curated. Right. We ain't getting the real deal. Right. I tell people, you better download the Opera browser, get yourself a VPN, and there you'll get the real news. 
I agree. Because if you have a VPN, they show you you're signing in from the United States of America and you're in Google Chrome, what you see on that browser is hella curated. Right, right. You know, when you're moving too fast, you will eventually crash. I don't give a fuck if it's a country or individual person, a car, a nigga on a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) If you're moving too fast, you will crash. Y'all know y'all seen the motorcycle accident earlier? Oh, yeah. It looked cool as a motherfucker for a while. This nigga looked like a rebel. I'm pretty sure it was a lot of wet vaginas. Watching the news and a lot of niggas like, oh man, I want to be like this motherfucker, man. He just in and out of traffic, zigzagging. You know what I'm saying? Until just, he flew into oblivion. Until a parked car destroyed everything. If you're moving too fast, you will hit something that's parked. I promise you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, these folks is moving too fast, man. These corporations and 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 these you know these businesses that are gouging us and making it imp- impossible for everyday motherfuckers just to gain some type of traction in life they getting away with murder mm-hmm. and we got to figure out ways to stop doing what we used to do mm-hmm. and do something different he said Craig I I mean I know I'm hot <laughs> top of the motherfucking hill top man. of the top my nigga <laughs> but we got to do something the NBA uh-huh. them niggas going on strike these, the NBA is full of millionaires, and they still go on strike every 10 years or so. Man, them niggas is hoes. You said the NBA niggas is hoes? <laughs> the owners, that, that is what, this will make it happen. The owners, they don't go on strike. The owners lock them out, and they accept it. Right. The owners be like, we make a lot of money. We want to make more money. I'm going to lock you niggas out. Right. Each time they sit in the lockout, the NBA players have got less money. They should strike. Right. You know what I mean? They, 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 they like baseball players did that had that strike back in '94. They got better contracts out of it. Right. NBA from the from the '99 lockout and the 2011 lockout. Each time the walk the players walked away with less money. Right. They used to get a 57 percent share of the revenue. Now it's 52 yeah. percent. They, you know what I mean? It, it, like with this new TV deal, you think this 250 million dollars is a lot? If they kept the old deal, that 250 million dollar contract would have been 500 million. Right. But them owners saw. The, the new the new TV deal coming up in 2016 and right. was like hold on we don't want these niggas getting that much money right right and so right. they they cry broke remember the economy had crashed around 2010 right. all the economy is bad now look at the court right now you got 16 different advertisements on the court right teams got four or five different home courts 20 different uniforms these niggas is making money hand over fist and the the players is have got and you really only get like two niggas that get like top money. Right. The rest of the niggas are getting five. They get enough money to retire and have two uh, a, li- a good life for two years after they retire. That's it. Blaze, when somebody is purchasing something with their money, how do they assure beyond just the want to purchase the item? How do they assure? What are some things that they could do to assure they get the best bang for the money they spend on a product? I know in the store it's probably not negotiable, but if you're buying a car on the street or goods from somebody, how do you make sure you're getting a good deal? Good question. <clears throat> um, I guess that's relative to what you're purchasing and uh, how much research you're doing. Let's do, let's, let's do a car. Let's make it specific to a car. Yeah. I don't want to buy a limit, Blaze. What do I get? Look <laughs> at this nigga. <thing. laughs> <laughs> I felt the side of my beard perming. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I have arrived. <laughs> Out of here. Um, what do you do to make sure you get a good deal? You got you to know the business. Whatever you into, you got to know. 
You know what I mean? You gotta know the difference between sugar and shit. Otherwise, you know, you get caught up no matter how you slice it. So, um, yeah. First thing you got to do, I believe, everybody may do something different. Before you purchase anything, you got to do research. Definitely. Right? And in that research, you should always find five competitors. I'm sorry, three. We'll, we'll do three. Two is cool, but right. three to be safe. Yeah. Three competitors to whoever you're thinking of purchasing from. Okay. And you compare those prices. Right? And if you start to see a, a, an extreme difference in pricing between those three competitors, you got to start asking yourself questions. You know what I'm saying? Um, because paying more for something is not necessarily bad if it's the right thing. Right. You know, you may be you may That's be true. you may be trying to save money and end up buying a generic product. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to do your research, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. And you got to use the information you gain in that process to negotiate a better deal for yourself. Going back to Snap's question, what part do emotions play in purchasing, Craig? Emotions because of uh my my dude uh what's the, uh uh What's his name? Century of Self, the documentary. Oh, um, uh, 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 Charles Darwin's nephew. Yeah. Um, um, fuck is his name. name? I forgot his name. I forget his name. It'll come to me. But this person is the reason why you make emotional purchases. He's the person that invented the science of making you feel good after you get a haircut. Uh, He's the person that invented the science that made right, yeah. right. Well, he attached emotion to it. You know what I'm saying? Because. <laughs> Um, what the fuck is this? Edward Bernays. Yes, Bernays. Edward Bernays attached emotion to purchasing, and before him, people would only, the majority of people would only buy what they needed. You know what I'm saying? So in 1900, when he was alive, before his, you know, he was introduced into the game, you would have one pair of jeans, you'd have one suit, you'd have a pair of dress shoes, and a pair of boots. Because tennis shoes wasn't really cracking like that at that particular point. Yeah. Right, right. You had, <laughs> you had one car or one horse. Yeah. All your kids had a variation of what you had. And then he came along and he was hired by Philip Morris, a cigarette company, to invent a way to get more people to buy cigarettes. And their target market was females. And at the time, it was considered manly for a woman to smoke cigarettes. So he came up with a strategy. To have to, and he hired 300 models to walk up and down the street during the St. Nicholas Parade and smoke cigarettes. Mm. And the paper, you know, at the time the St. Nicholas Parade was like what the Super Bowl is now. Right. And in the paper they wrote about all these beautiful women smoking cigarettes. Oh my God, they were walking up and down the street next to the parade floats smoking cigarettes and it increased their profit margin by like 3,000 percent. God damn. Poor humans. Wow. And so, I, so he invented, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Same thing we do today. Right, right, right. Yeah, we buy emotionally. Manipulation started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, the nigga was cold at what he did. So he he invented the emotion. You got to take the emotionality of it, and you got to strictly deal with the numbers, and you got to be really good at comparing things and just figuring out what's what's worth your bread. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So in the spirit of business, one of my favorite people on the planet... One of the best business people that I know has uh, come out with her own alcohol. 
That's right. That's and, right. Uh, you know what I mean? So we want to give Mimi the floor. She has her own bourbon. It's called Poppies. Poppies. Go ahead and point that at the screen. That's right, Poppies. 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 Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about Poppies. So what, what, what inspired you to come out with your own bourbon? Well, my dad was a bourbon drinker. My dad has been resting in peace since 2008, and I always wanted to do something in the legacy of my father, and I just always had to find something, and so I uh, found the opportunity to develop my own bourbon whiskey here, which is very smooth and delicious, and I dedicated it to my father, Lloyd Dukes, Lloyd Douglas Dukes to be exact. Rest in peace, Lloyd. R.I.P., and here's this picture on the back of the bottle with a letter from me and my daughter, and then it says it's Mimi and the Monkey uh, Enterprises, LLC. And so I'm very excited about this because I feel like this is my opportunity to share uh, with the world the legend of my life. And so the tag or the hashtag for this drink is for the legend in your life. So your grandmother, Kobe Bryant, whoever, Easy e Malcolm X, whoever your legend is, this is in celebration of their life. Not right. just Lloyd Dukes, but right. your poppy, your mommy, all of them. So, you know, I'm very excited about it. We recently just got into the GS, uh, the district by GS on Crenshaw here in Los Angeles. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And, yep, God is good. Um, we also got into the wood in Inglewood. Um, okay. Jonathan DeVoe's spot, he used to have the Savoy. The Savoy, yeah. So shout out to the wood. And um, I'm blessed to be here on Craig Facts. You know, we've been sipping on this thing and enjoying on it. And um, it's very smooth. And I'm just excited to share it with the world. Well, you know what? I think we should all partake in a shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the spot. Exactly. <laughs> That's so dope. So yeah. I'm excited, and so if you guys want to check out Poppy's Bourbon, there should be a link on there, and let them know Craig Facts sent you. Because guess what? We are on Craig hey. Facts, hey, yeah. and he did he little, send little you. God, 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 yeah. 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 So make sure you guys go there, and if you can't, I see it's on the screen here. But if you need another way to do it, go to Poppy's Bourbon. P A P I S Bourbon B O U R B O N dot com. Order yours, but put in there Craig Fax sent you. And guess what? He's gonna have you on a special drawing. You might have a chance to come see the show live, right. win some things from the show. So make sure you put Craig Fax on there. That's right. You know? That's what's up. Let's run that. Burn, so yeah. let's do a toast to Poppy. So a toast. We got everybody got their drink. Hold on, do I gotta put a scoop of ice cream in here? <laughs> <laughs> And again, don't forget Craig Fax sent you. Craig Fax sent you. Yeah, he sent you now. And y'all gonna love what he's gonna send you in the mail. Some of this Poppy's bourbon, baby. So look, we're gonna do a toast to Poppy's bourbon. Craig snorts his liquor. Go straight into the blood system. On the right side, though. On the right side. Hey, this is some smooth shit right here. I like this. Yeah. Did you get? Did you get any say so? Like in the flavoring of it? 
I did. I did let them know I wanted something smooth. I wanted something that's been aged. I want something that when people drink it, they got a nice, you know, good buzz. You know, great with your cigar, just chilling back, doing you right. poppies, baby. This is some cigar ass liquor right here. <laughs> this is, what kind of cigar would you smoke with this? Man, I smoke a CAO, either a CAO Brazil or a CAO Gold. These motherfuckers, this is, that's some smooth shit. Probably a CAO Brazil, something medium. Yeah. But this, hell yeah. It's good. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yesterday, I took it to the district, and the owner sat there, one of the owners, and uh, several people. We drank the whole bottle. They enjoyed it. There's plenty of other liquors they could have turned to after they top tried it. Yeah. But they sat there, and they got poppy wasted. So that lets you know, and they said they can do this. Poppy wasted. Poppy hey. wasted. That's a different kind of drinking when you get poppy yeah. wasted. Yeah. Right, poppy wasted, get you. Come on over here, Maybelline. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. That's dope. I'm going to get poppy wasted today. Oh, yeah. Let's get poppy wasted. And like I said, yeah. you guys want to order you some. I know they put the uh, scanner online right there. But you can go to Poppy's Bourbon and make sure you put in there Craig Facts. Yeah. For the next show, we're going to have Poppy sponsor our next live show. Yeah, Poppy's going to do That's it. That's cool because I've been... We need the 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> You said it's on camera. You said it on camera. That's a cold setup. That's a little bit, you know, we had to negotiate first. See, that's one of the things I need to hear the details. Yeah, right. So that was a good example of what he was talking about earlier. Do your homework. Know the details. Don't just say yes to everything. Because now I got to get 10K on camera. What? Working out. We'll figure it out. Who the most famous dude that tried to holler at you and you shut him down? Mike Tyson. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're when, when was this? Oh. After fat or before fat? Before fat. Oh, this was when he was a champ. Before the champ? After the champ, but. Okay. Yeah, after the champ. How was Mike's approach? Was he smooth or like, how would he. You know what? He was very smooth and very meek sounding, but he let me know hey, nice to meet you. I'm Mike Tyson. He wants you to know, and I'm like, you know, of course I knew it was him, but he lets you know in the introduction who he is, which I can respect that. He knows there's some respect on his name. Now, did the media play a part in why you shut him down? No, I was currently with my kid's father at the time, so there was no need to get no new numbers. I got the number I'm already hanging out with. You feel me? Okay. How did, he, how did he take it? Um, he kept moving on to whatever, whatever he's doing. He wasn't like looking like he was sad. Man. Oh, he might man. take it. He's like, he's like, dude. What the fuck? he wasn't tripping like that. Are you sure? But I think he was a little surprised at the answer, though. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes when you're on certain levels of life, you everyone normally jumps to whatever you're talking about. So I think that he wasn't tripping on me, but yeah. he did probably put a thought in his mind like, she ain't hollering at me because, yeah. I mean, he's somebody. Let's keep right. it real. Yeah, that's Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's Mike Tyson. My I mean, favorite was, celebrity. I mean, I love Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah, I mean, was yeah. I was just... That was the hardest day when he lost. Yeah. Man. I cried, oh, yeah. bro. When Mark, when Mike, I, I cried, too. When oh, Mike Tyson when, lost? I was eight. I was nine. Yeah, when he lost. I cried. Nah, this Buster Douglas. Liz, uh, uh, I was too old by then, but like I was nine when he lost to the Lynx, uh, Buster Douglas. And I cried, yeah. Me and my pop sitting there watching that shit. We think we about to watch Mike Tyson whoop him up. 
And then we get to the fifth round, and the motherfucker ain't knocked him out yet. We like, what well, the fuck? Well, he knocked him down. He knocked him down, and it should have been a knockout because it was actually 11 seconds. It was 11 yeah, seconds. But, 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 you know, he just wasn't. You know, he wasn't, when he watched it, he just wasn't doing like how you used to him doing. Yeah. So I remember my whole day at church the next day was fucked up. Yeah, I, I, I got in trouble at Sunday school because I was mad. Uh, See, you can't praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not when the when the when the when I ain't the fucking with you right now, guys. When the children's church preacher was talking, I was you know I was distracted. You know the children's church, you yeah, gotta be you know sure. yeah, you gotta you gotta pay attention. And I was mad at Mike Tyson, and I got in oh, trouble for talking too much. I was shocked Mike, that man. I was shocked at the Mike Tyson at the Buster Douglas yeah. one. But the one that hurt my feelings was Lennox. Lennox, yeah. I think, was the one that really humbled him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he beat his ass. He was wiping yeah, blood yeah. off his face and all that type of stuff. I was like, oh, well, man. Well, you knew that was coming, though. He wasn't the killer no more. That's, knew, that's when you, you knew he wasn't killer. My I was like, right. that didn't hurt me because I was like, had they fought in 89, Mike Tyson would have whooped his ass. They're the same age. I agree. Well, no, Lennox is older. Yeah, this is over. Yeah, I was like, after they fall back then, Mike Tyson would have whooped his ass. That's why I was like, you know I, what I'm I saying? I went to church with Dewan. He used to do this trick. He would take his shirt this off. Nigga. And he would let niggas spin him on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> nigga did not go to church with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I met Mike Tyson one time in Vegas, man. And, and you know, I'm, I'm just meeting this motherfucker in one of these restaurants. And I'm like, I can take this little motherfucker. Okay. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can take this nigga, man. Man. Yeah, this nigga, man. That motherfucker Mike can get you out the way fast. Yeah, I ain't fucking with no Mike Tyson. No parts of it. Chopped down many a trees, man. Yeah. I seen him one time in Scottsdale. This is when, before he the Mike, you know, this, this is old Mike. It's probably like 2006. He was coming out the club. <laughs> And he was like standing at the edge of the parking lot, and every time a car would pull up, he would put his hands on the hood and look to see if it was bitches in the car. And if, <laughs> if there wasn't no bitches in the car, he'd let you go. But if it was bitches in the car, he opened the door and make, make motherfuckers yeah, get out. Man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Your bro. Like yeah, Mike. Aggressive slap. Not aggressive. He's like, I'm Mike Tyson. Like, Hold on, it's me. Is your beautiful women in this car? <laughs> let me That's see. some cold yeah. shit right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the record, I would Mike ass from now. Right now? You think nah. I would have whooped Mike ass then. This is in the universe right now. That nigga would have knocked that scrunchie off your head. I ain't fighting Mike Tyson. Most famous, because this nigga, he always been a sharpshooter, right? Most famous chick you hollered at? I hollered at Tatiana Ali. I tried to holler at Oh, shit. I tried. You tried? Okay. Where was this? What year was this? Shut it up. What happened? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It wasn't nothing. I, was I went to go check out the show with my people. I was in the audience at the end. They come up to the front. And you talk to them. She kind of pointed. I pointed back. I was kind of smiling. And Carlton kind of put his arm around her and walked away. That was yeah. it. My dreams were over. That was it. Oh, so wow. I this, you know what I mean? But it was for a second there. You know, the That's a shot right there. there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. It's. Nah. Your heart started beating and shit. You pulled up like KD in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's great. That was my. I was my. She was my. Her and Maya Campbell was. They was the coldest too. Two most official black. I mean, Claire Huxley was number one of all time. Number one. But them, them two, most famous nigga to try to holler at you that you shut down, Jati. That I shut down? Yeah. I ain't shut down no You ain't shit. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, the way. He didn't get shut down. 
You so, didn't shut him down? Nah. Who holler? Who's most famous to holler? I think I want to leave him unnamed. Okay, all right. She's like, sure. you fucking up that nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> Craig trying to get people fucked up over see. here. Otto, you been on set. You didn't try to holler at some, a famous chick before? I mean, I flirt all the time. So, um, yeah, from... from um, Otto be flirting mo- with motherfuckers when they got their back to him. From Chris Jenner to, you know. Chris Jenner. You try to holler at Bruce's wife? The wife, yeah. The the wife. You try to holler at Bruce Jenner's wife. I'm talking about Kim's mama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim? With the fade. Yeah, she got a fade. No, no, no. You try to holler at Bruce. Where was y'all at? At the Beyonce concert. Is that right? Beyonce Jay Z concert. That nigga be going to concerts by himself. You was at a concert by yourself? I was. I was working one of my other jobs. Okay. What? How did you shoot at her? Well, okay. So I'm doing. That nigga said Kelly Price. Bobby Clint. Bobby Clint. Whatever, black certain. So I work a lot of. I do um, executive security as well too. And the difference between executive security and a regular security guard. Security regular security guards out there, you know, with a jacket on and some. Yeah, you got a suit jacket on. I'm out here with not a suit jacket. I'm out here with a full suit. It's a whole yeah. it's a one suit. It's, 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 a, thing. it's a tailored suit. Yeah, you know? okay, okay, yeah, okay, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a whole different thing. You come in looking like John Wick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's John Wick over exactly. there. He's looking like John Wick. Be dangerous exactly. to do what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Auto yeah. Wick. You got to be able to fight hard bottoms to do what I do. Hard bottoms? Wing tips, nigga, wing tips. I remember one time I went to a funeral, nigga. And it was at the bottom of a hill. We had to walk to the bottom of a hill, and the sprinklers cut on. And nobody could get back up that hill, my nigga, with them hard bottoms on, because, you know, grass is slippery. (laughs) 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 It was my fucking slide back there. So anyway, so you do security with suit on? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no flashlights needed, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Hashtag my favorite. Hashtag my favorite guard. Okay. Uh, follow the Instagram. So who are you protecting? Whoever uh, that day, yeah. I was protecting Kylie. Kylie, okay. Kylie and she and she was with Travis. And so. you tried to holler at her mama. Well, man, what kind of <laughs> he said, "Well, <laughs> so who gonna protect me from me? I'm the motherfucker you protecting. Yeah. So I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna take these liberties. Who you gonna call, bitch? I'm here. Man. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> On this show, we, we be playing with Otto, talking about all the weird shit. No, Otto's a savage like a motherfucker, yeah, yeah. dog. Like, yeah, don't don't get it twisted, nigga. <laughs> Otto's a bunch of cool. He's a licensed uh, brass knuckleless. <laughs> <laughs> this security should fuck me up. I, uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I want to trust Otto to guard a warm cup of piss. <laughs> Why would I guard a woman? Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. like, there's plenty of other things I can do with that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guard this. Who gonna drink this? That's cool though. So, how did you? What, what made you? What made you think you could knock her mama, my nigga? Like why? What? Why, why not? He said it's a I got charm. You heard she. Uh, he said I got charm. Lucky charms. Okay. Lucky charms. I got charm. And I just be myself. This is straight out. 
I make a person smile, I can make them happy, make them feel good. Just being myself. So how'd you set it up? Like, how'd you set the play up? You just went straight in. I had my, my motto. I'd be interested in, when I get off and possibly taking you out or hanging right, out with you. So Kylie's in the press box. This is happened at the Rose Bowl. She's at the press box. Her and Travis, they both, uh, you know, got a, a suite in the press box. Now, on the floor level, there was, like, this um, VIP um, elevated level where her mom was, Kim was, Courtney was, uh, Beyonce mama was in there, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, we all... We um, all we all talk and communicate as well. So, when I'm well, as I'm down there, that's um, who uh, sponsored the suits you had on. You had on the House of Darion suit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a, a, a platinum rhinestone pocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, with platinum rhinestone pocket. Yeah. You know, oh, Beyonce mama stayed putting rhinestones on every motherfucker. Did you wear House of Darion? I did not. Why did she put so much sparkly? You never, you didn't. I didn't like it. it I like her good. mama though. I like the family, but yeah. I don't like that uh, style of fashion. Yeah, that was real she, disco baller. She knows how to hold on to my arm real well. Oh, that's why you hollered at Chris because she held on to your no, arm. Beyonce's mom. Okay, she pretty in person. She hollered at her because she's with her. Uh, her man was there too. This the buddy. The old nigga, you can whoop that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they were this nigga over 60 would tell me to leave his bitch alone. I'll fuck you up, you old nigga. You 60, nigga. I mean, so pretty much I'm overseeing Kylie, and the whole time Kylie was down there was my whole time with the maneuver. So you was overseer? Uh, the first black overseer. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> of majority of the Kardashians. That's, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's so up. She, so you're down there, you're with the mama by yourself? Nah, not if he's by myself. She's. she's in the press box in the very, very front, and I'm standing right next to her. Yeah. Like, she's, yeah. Right, right, right. And then I'm not going to give you guys the rest of the information. Oh, wow. She's going to live like that. <laughs> she do, though. She sucked your titties. <laughs> <laughs> I got my titties. I was closer to hers than she was to mine. Oh wow, that's dope. That's a that's a hell of a shot right there. You're a bold nigga for that. Yeah, that's a, that's a shot. That's, that's a shot. Yeah, that's nigga. Right. Why not? Like that man, anybody can get it. Hey, auto. <laughs> no, I take that back. Not hey, anybody. anybody. Not anybody. I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking like the, the, her husband can get it too, yeah, nigga. No. Like the way, bitches, niggas killed him. Well, he a woman now. He a woman now. Her husband a woman now. So yeah. Get out the way. That is happening, my nigga. That's funny, look. It's one nigga that that's that gay, my nigga. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, that's some wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us, snaps? <laughs> All right, man, let's get into it. I just came back from New York, man. It was a dope trip out there. Oh, they are not playing with this vaccine. Did you go to Biggie's grave? Man, got a random shit. That nigga was crying at Biggie's grave. All <laughs> dream. Man. I can't believe you know, my nigga. So they're not playing with the vaccine. And you know, we talking about Brooklyn, New York vaccine. We got to talk about Kyrie Irving, right? Yes, sir. So we know that the Brooklyn Nets, they currently in third place in the Eastern Conference. Should uh, My question is this. So you know that Kyrie can't play at home games. He can only play at away games. Right. Should, should the Brooklyn Nets 
try and give up home court advantage. They try to avoid home court advantage to play with Kyrie, being mm-hmm. that Durant is out. Should they try to avoid home court advantage and play with Kyrie? Because being that Durant is, I don't know if Durant will be back for the playoffs or not. But either right. way it goes, six six weeks. I would I would appreciate all. I want all three of them out there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But with the you know the home court advantage, y'all do too well. It's only going to be two of them out there for the majority of the games. What do you think they should do? You think they should kind of. Uh, what they call it, slack off a little bit. Tank a little bit. Tank well, a little bit. I know they can't win no championship without Kevin Durant. That's all I know. Yeah, they can't win without Kevin. They not beat nobody without that nigga. I, you know, it can go either way with them. But look, I've been telling people before. I'm on record. Look, the state will compromise. Kyrie will, will be playing home games by the time the playoffs come. They ain't gonna. They ain't gonna fuck off that chopping that championship. No. Yeah, Kyrie's gonna be playing by the time the playoffs come. So. You know, I think they just to keep this. He's just keep holding. You know, hold steady, because they are. You know, the media is very slick. They threw something out last week saying, "Well, if the Nets only pay a five thousand dollar fine, Kyrie can play." That ain't, that ain't they ain't shit. They t- that's one seat on a on, that's one course I seat. Right, but what would that be? What would that say about all this? All the past. Well, well, what is it on they stand on their ground saying he can't play? He can't enter the arena if they put it back <laughs> on that. What would you, how you, what you think Kyrie would say about the money he lost? Yeah. Which is going to renege on it. I don't think Kyrie would be tripping on the money he lost. I think it says more to say is all them old coward-ass niggas that was like, Kyrie just need to capitulate and conform. No, no, I, I said the shit, but I ain't no coward, nigga. We can square <laughs> up, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, you didn't say he should perform. <laughs> I said he should, but you said coward. I ain't no motherfucking coward, nigga. I them coward-ass niggas that said he should capitulate and conform would be like, they looking at him like, Kyrie was like, look, he stood on his own. But why hold out all this time and come back now? Because they allowed him to come back. What's, what's the point you're proving? The point fuck you, it. Say fuck the NBA, nigga, if you're really that hard. Nigga, fuck that, the NBA. It's, it's, it says more if you stay and they let you play. So what point did he prove? <laughs> the point is the point, the, boy, the point, yeah, that's it. The point that he proved is cash is king. The point that he proved is power is an illusion. He proved he had a price, my nigga. No. He proved he had a price. It's like fucking with a chick who mm-hmm. holding out on the on the on the goods and you put ten thousand on the table and all that other shit she been talking go out the window. That's not now his, his, now, you know his point was it never was Kyrie's point was never money. Kyrie's point was I ain't taking that I'm not gonna let you take that injection. But if you're an activist He's not an activist. He, I mean, he, he was doing it. He was doing it because of the people who got fired for their jobs, he, right? Yeah. So if you are an activist, you got to prove your point before you go back. He His point it. ain't been proved. He is. He still ain't well, been vaccinated, so technically he, he proved. He proved it. What point did he prove? He, he proved the point that you could, that power is an illusion. Just stand up to it and you get what you want. That's not the point he was trying to prove, nigga. That's, it was. That's the point you <laughs> took from it. That ain't what he was trying That's to prove. That's what he said. That was, Kyrie was talking about, hey, look, if I don't have the play, I'm not going to play. The point is I'm not going to take the, the Woomty Wamps. And his point was, you're not going to force me to take this little Woomty Wamps. So and he didn't. So you don't think that they offered him some money? Either? Well, if they offered the money, I think that if they offered him money, I think he would have took, took the shot. Well, if he took the money, but the fact that he, the fact that his core principles are, you're not going to force me to take this shot. And he says I'm taking the shot, and he's playing again. He kind of won. Right, especially if he ends up playing. He said if he plays by playoffs, he broke the system. But he, he ain't playing by playoffs. That's if, you know what I'm saying? Like, they should Shoot. just run it however they run it. If Kyrie's playing, he playing. If he not, he not. So at the end of the day, so what do you think? What do you think they should do? You think they should take? No, so they, should, they should keep going the way they are. I mean, Kyrie will play if he can play. Um, and, and, and that's if you. I mean, I'm not a Brooklyn fan. You might be a Brooklyn fan, but if you're a Brooklyn fan, are you expecting them to always go to Game Seven? Then it don't matter. 
Not really. Sam really gives you a better chance though with all your weapons as opposed to. You know what I mean? I mean, because he's not a weapon. That's Kyrie. You I mean, Kyrie. I mean? That's close, Kyrie boy. You know, I mean? you know and that's yeah. playoff Kyrie at that. But, he, but, but without a without he, but he's a, he's the one of the best number two options in the history of the league. He he doesn't have the goods to win a championship as the guy. So if Kevin Durant ain't there, it don't matter what the fuck they do. Yeah. He and Harden are both like great number two options. Neither of them are gonna take you there. Durant take you there, but can you win with two number two options? Ah, uh, I don't think so. Uh, the you can if okay. you have the right the shooter. Pist- if you have the right bench, the Pistons did. The Pistons, the Pistons did, and it's one other. No, I say it was number one. No, no, I'm not talking oh, about that Pistons oh, team. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, oh, 04, oh, 04. They didn't have. No were, but but the difference was they they had that five that that, that starting five went four like it's four dudes that can get buckets on you, and that that team went eleven deep. Cash, See, Brooklyn ain't, ain't deep enough. Cash Jackson said Craig is an agent. Well, prove it. If I'm an agent, prove it. Because yeah, I, I would really like to know how. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker name is Cash. He's living in 1993, nigga. Leave that I'm nigga alone. Okay, nigga. <laughs> but, like, nah, that's the thing. Like, I think Kyrie just proved that. It, like what we were talking about earlier when when Blaze said the people uh, are allowing these things to happen, taking it. Yeah. All it takes, it doesn't take everybody to stand up. It just takes a few people to stand up to power. Because one thing about power, the biggest thing power wants is a smooth operation. When the operations are getting chinks in it, when it starts getting plugs, power panics all there the time. And all it takes is a few people to plug. That's it. One blood cloud to kill your whole goddamn body. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I think business is uh, a little bit tougher, though. To, it's harder to take down the head in the business because everybody's going to be loyal to the money. Is the, that's that, that's not the goal. Isn't to take them down. The goal is to say, I'm not going to go as far as you telling me to go. No, no, we the, it stops here. I work with you. I ain't tripping. You can make all the money you want to make, but this is too far. Right. The line is drawn here. That's the goal. Right. The goal is to draw the line to where you can still have your humanity. To where you still can have your autonomy as an individual and they can make their money. I don't need to take you down. Matter of fact, I don't want to take you down because I like the NBA. Right. I just going to tell you, motherfucker, no, nah, you can't control me. Now, mm-hmm. if you understand that and you and we understand each other, we can work together. At That's what the point goal. is it okay to take the vaccine? And whenever your personal, whenever you decide for yourself... That's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not against people taking doing it. The whole point is yourself. It's seven billion people, seven billion different ideas. Right. What's right for you ain't right for me. Right. So if you feel in your heart is right for you, then take the fucking vaccine. You got to follow your consciousness. Mm-hmm. But if in my heart I feel this ain't it's not right for me, then I deserve that respect. All right. I guess Tyree Kyrie did something great then. Huh? And he's on today. He was on. He was on brother uh, Tony Browder's uh, Instagram. Man, shouts out to Kyrie. He, he invited Tony Browder down to the game. Uh huh. You know, the Browder Files. If y'all don't have that book, the Browder Files, I want y'all to get that. Mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. on the Potomac. It's a YouTube video. Look it up. Look up Anthony Browder. He's one of our great warrior scholar researchers. So I'm going to look him up. Yeah, I hope he do some shit like this when uh, some shit affects black folks, man. Mm-hmm. It ain't niggas sitting down, you know. I mean, LeBron's really the only high-profile athlete I've seen really put shit on the line when, when, when we were being mistreated as a people. You know what I'm saying? So I hope more athletes take a stand for us, like black black athletes, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, the corona thing is cool. It affects everybody, but this stands really don't do nothing for you and I individually. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I hear 100% what you're yeah, saying. So, you know, I, I appreciate you, Kyrie, that you're willing to do that. But if you want to get involved with social justice, man, you need to start doing things that further your people, man. 
You know what I'm saying? And this thing is a good thing because all human life is good. But it's some shit that, you know, it's a lot of shit on the table that we've been going through that's unresolved. And your willingness to put your neck on the line is something that can help us further ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So, man, consider that, my brother. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, multiculturalism is a scapegoat, man. So they that's don't have to give true. us what they owe us, my dude. And um, You know what I'm going to challenge him to do? Because you can't protest everything. But you can't put your money behind some things. Now, if he, if he goes beyond taking a picture with Brother Tony Browder and write Brother Tony Browder a, a, a half million dollar check, because people who don't know, Tony Browder got, he's the only black black person that has a tomb in Egypt that he's excavating. And he brings us our information. He brings us our history. I brought his timeline. It's a dope timeline of history. Um, he, he gives us Life's what we need. ball head cat, right? Yeah, yeah. He gives us what we need. So the biggest thing someone like Kyrie can do, instead of talking about it, Put a half million dollars in Dr. Tony Barlow's coffers. Put another million dollars up for Dr. Claude Anderson. Right. You may not be able to protest everything, but you got the money to put it in brothers' pockets. Right. So instead of donating to the Red Cross, them pimps, donate to some niggas who are doing some shit for us. Right. And right. then you can be quiet because John Henry Clark says, black people can do anything we want to do as long as we shut the fuck up and right. do it. Yo, so, <clears throat> so would you say that's the way to do it? Because I feel like... We should challenge more than just Kyrie. Yeah. Because the thing is... Yeah, all these niggas. But what I'm saying is... Yeah. As dope as Kaepernick, as dope as Kaepernick, <laughs> as dope as Kaepernick was, wasn't that kind of like a, a warning to, to like not do it? Meaning like they took the man's career, he couldn't do all the shit he worked for, he stood up for what we believed in for us, and they shut him down. So could that be like a... Could it be that a lot of these people are scared to even, are scared to do it? Yeah, yeah, they're scared. Their career. Yeah, so, what would you say to those people that are scared to risk their career? You know what I mean? Sorry, don't do it if you're scared. If you, if you, if my thing is, look, you don't, to church, yeah, right? it don't, it don't take everybody. Yeah. It don't take if you in it for the money, be about your money. Just don't be that black person and say I'm in it for black people, but you about your money. Right. That's where you fuck up. Be like, be, be about your money. Be like, ain't nothing wrong with being about your money. Okay. Be about your money. Everybody can't be Malcolm X. Yeah. But if you if you're gonna say that's 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 the angle you're going, you have to understand that they're gonna take your money, and you got to find different ways to bring it in, yeah. because the system's not gonna support anybody that's gonna break the system. If anybody's getting paid by the system, you can guarantee goddamn to you, however their protests look on the surface level, it ain't doing shit to break the system, because if they're breaking the system, they'll do they'll do what they did to Michael Jackson. And that's what I'm saying. Don't charge on that motherfucker. Make it seem like he's some something that he's not. So shouldn't Kyrie be getting more love, more praise than what? Yeah, but niggas don't appreciate martyrs. Black people don't appreciate martyrs. Black people appreciate black people that white people love. If a white person says, we validate this person, they win number one, they get a Grammy, that's who niggas love. Niggas didn't even love Obama until fucking he won Iowa. Before that, niggas was on on Hillary. I was there in 2008. That's a motherfucking lie. No, niggas was not on Obama in 2008. Niggas in Illinois has been fucking with Obama. No, they weren't. Yeah, you, they he lost were. two years before in Illinois. Fuck, the niggas still did his thing. He got creamed in 2002 when he tried to run. They didn't give a fuck about just Obama until put food, Iowa won. Just because you put food in the rebuttal don't make you right. <laughs> <laughs> That's your skin tone, nigga. The nigga Obama got it out the mud. In Illinois. Black people were not fucking with Obama. They were fucking with Hillary. In Illinois. I'm Even in about. Illinois. No. He got, before, before, what's it, Tom Daschle? We were just around Tavis Smiley two months ago, big bro. 
And he was telling us about early Obama before the presidency because he know the nigga. I learned from him. The difference is between the grassroots Obama and the corporate Obama. And he said Obama out of, was a real nigga. That's what he said. Well, what I'm saying is this. Uh, in 2000, in t- no, no. No, I'm not. Because this is what I'm saying right now. I learned from Tavis, too, on his own show. When Obama was running in 02 in the Senate, but he got creamed by Bobby Rush, the senator who's now, the congressman who's now retiring. Bobby Rush creamed Obama. It wasn't until that white boy endorsed him in 2004 that he got the state Senate. And then black people, when he ran for president in 2007, they were like, I don't think he can win. So we put our support behind Hillary. Right. It who wasn't until the nigga won Iowa. Hey, who told you All this? I'm saying is this. Said no one told me this. I, I, I paid attention. I'm, the whole I'm time. talking about the president. I'm so, uh, presidency. I'm talking about in Illinois, them niggas loved Obama. After he, after the fact. And this is killer capital. This is gangbang capital of the world. They after loved the him fact. in Illinois. When it, he got into the presidency, he took a gay agenda and wasn't really fucking with us like that. And that's a different Obama. It was like YouTube success. Niggas was, was niggas, the same niggas that's famous on YouTube now, when they was doing that same shit before they got a million followers, wasn't nobody fucking with them. But then the minute they got a million followers, everybody was like, man, I've been fucking with that niggas since day one. How am I lying? You niggas in Illinois voted him in office. How is I lying, nigga? That means the majority of you motherfuckers in Illinois liked the nigga, and he became senator. The white, you can't become senator the, if a motherfucker don't like you. The or the majority like of motherfuckers don't like you. Huh? He had his first campaign speech in, in Illinois and Southern Illinois. Not not up in Chicago. They had, he had it out in Southern Illinois to get Peter Peter. Them. All I'm saying is this: fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> niggas don't love niggas until white folks show they love niggas. And I when you have a nigga like we, and the same thing you say like about buying albums, right? Niggas won't buy an album because they like it. They'll wait till it hit the charts to buy it, and then be like, "Oh, I love it." Mm. That's the problem that we have. I agree, most definitely. I agree because we're the we're one of the only cultures in this country that have emotionality attached to supporting things or buying things. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really. You know, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you're you're right about that. What else you got for us, snaps? All right, this weekend playoffs is here. NFL playoffs. Hold um, on, I didn't say Illinois was majority black. You retarded. Niggas, I want to change the argument and argue what they think. The fuck is you talking about? Go ahead. All right, the playoffs is here. Um, go Packers, that's what I'm saying, right off the gate. That's what I want us to get into. But um, Tom Brady, some people call him the GOAT, the greatest of all times. He said that he openly admits to being a thorn in the uh, referee's ass, that he knows he can get away with talking crap and talking shit to the rest. You know what I mean? What do y'all think? Do y'all think that that's by design because of who he is? Or you yes. think the rest is just kind of like, oh, okay, he's Tom. He could, you know what I mean? I don't, both. Both hands. Both hands. Both hands. All that's true. And that happens all from the beginning of the sport, you know, until however long the sport goes on to. So if the refs are uh, designed to follow Tom Brady, that must mean his wins must be designed as well. It must be designed for him to win. That took rule. I'm just saying, if if, if we if we've orchestrated that the, the referees are not there are to change the rules for him, he can get away with what other people can't. Right. What else can he get away with that other people can't? Is he getting these wins because he's Tom, or is he getting these wins because well, I mean, we systematically put it in place for him to be the, the go? I think it's individually, you know, rough by rough. You know what I'm saying? 
case by case versus riff it's not somebody riff. It's not, it's not somebody strategically saying, okay, we're going to make sure Tom Brady becomes league MVP. It's a case-by-case situation. So if this ref feels like, okay, I'm going to give a pass for Tom because, you know, Tom, I like Tom, then they'll give him a pass. Same thing with Jordan in the NBA. I mean, it was always it was game-by-game situation, case-by-case. And, you know, if, if Jordan had a good relationship with, the, with that person or if Tom has a good relationship with, you know, know this referee by first name, then he's going to milk that. That's the homie. But he does have a history. They say when he was a village, some people do challenge the GOAT theory because they say he got caught a couple times cheating. So here he is admitting that the, the rest kind of let us, let me do what I want. What right. we, you know what I'm saying? So how can we not challenge the fact that he may have been, he may have been caught? Now, I think personally that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Okay. That's my opinion. I personally believe he's the GOAT. But the fact that he can come out and tell people that the refs kind of been the rules for me, it kind of made me wonder what else did they bid for it. That's real tough, man. I mean, that's a, I get why you're wondering that, but whenever you have – humans are social beings, and a part of that is hierarchy, you know what I'm saying, and status. And there's certain people, a lot of good people will bow to status. Some really good, upright – Trustworthy people, if put in a position, are, are going to always go with the person who seems to have the biggest collection of status, whether it's accomplishments, whether it's money, whoever's perceived to be at you know the elite, is they're always going to get the benefit of the doubt because people want what they have. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if, if you earn the position that Tom Brady has earned, I don't know if it's bad to use your influence to get your way or at least... Use your influence to increase your chances of getting what you want. I would do it. I wouldn't yeah, give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. Well, I don't think you question whether it's good or bad. I'm, I think you just you know, pose the question, period. How deep does this rabbit hole go? You right. Know what I mean? Right. Did yeah. they select him to be the go? Nah. No. Yeah. No. Nah, this he ain't was the goal, the last pick in the draft, nigga. No, no, not initially. But but I think at some point, I think Peyton Manning was a selection. That's who they but, wanted. But Peyton Manning kept fucking up. Right. And then, and then like you know, but. I've been off tuck. Like, I don't fuck with football like that, but the tuck rule. When that whole tuck rule thing happened, I was like, okay, something wrong. Right. Because ain't, we ain't heard that rule get called before that. We ain't heard the shit get called since then. Peyton was all right. And Eli was the man. Yeah, Eli did more than Peyton. Uh, winning, no, winning. no, Eli, Peyton did more. They, they, both, won, they, they both won two Super Bowls. It's, it's a whole lot of power in his name, period. You know what I mean? The man's name was Eli. When they said that, I just respected Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Those are some New York Giants glasses you got on right now. So, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quarterbacks get because too much credit. Cream, they right? do get too much credit. <laughs> Quarterbacks do get too much credit. You crazy as a motherfucker. <laughs> they do get the quarterback in the face of the product. They should. But when you look, when you look at, when you look at like like the, like the, these defenses, Trent Dilfer fucking won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but when, I mean, I mean, well, what I mean yeah. by too much credit is like when like going back to Peyton Manning. They they used to, they used to always talk about yes. Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, but really what it was was Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady versus the Patriots defense. And the Patriots defense was always better than the Colts defense. Right, right. Exactly. And so they make it seem as if two quarterbacks face each other. And they what know. Peyton Manning has to play against, I mean, Tom Brady had to play against the Colts defense. And every year they were halfway good, somebody was hurt. Yeah. Right. So it was like, so it's like, yeah, like who, who really won that game? Was it the defense or was it the quarterback? Tom Brady was an effective Trent Dilfer at that time when the, when the Patriots defense was good. Yeah, like, this he was. Eli was trash. He was the man, man. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas got it fucked up, man. Y'all Nigga love his name. Yeah, this motherfucker right here. I mean, I, I was wondering how that white boy got a black man name anyway. 
Whatever, man. When black is the last time a black player was the face of the NFL? Probably Michael Vick. He was never the face. He wasn't the face. He was almost. They, no, they, 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 that's why they put his ass in jail for nothing. Wait, but he was the face. The he wasn't the face. He was the face for a short. Right before he, he went right down, there. he was the face. He never had more status. He never had more status than Peyton Manning. He never had more status. Because right when he was about no, the people, the people chose Michael Vick, but the per, the person that the NFL chose was Peyton Manning. Man. Peyton Manning was the face of the league. The whole pro, they had like Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson was the face of the people, somebody but Jordan that, was the face of the league. Somebody said Deion Sanders. No, Deion. No, he wasn't. Troy Aikman. Uh, Damn Marino. They created a different. Tell me a time where a black player has been the face of the NFL, <laughs> like Michael probably. Jordan was the face. Mahomes is close. Mahomes, oh. it might be Mahomes. Bo Jackson, you said was Bo. The Bo face? Jackson, maybe. But that was like before two years. The NFL One is. Year? I don't know the percentage. I would venture to say ninety percent black. It's like seventy nine percent. Seventy nine percent black, and maybe twice in the history of the league, a black player has been the face. <laughs> Jim Brown and Bo Jackson. But every year, a nigga is the best player. But we can't even, yeah, I can't even get this in the home because Brady's still there. Yeah, because Brady's still there. Yeah, Brady, I mean, Brady kicked his ass. That's why I said maybe Mike Vick. That's what I was saying. Does the Madden cover his ass? No, 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 no. Count. As the face? Was OJ the face? I said, I, I was too young. Jim Brown, maybe? maybe. Jim Brown, baby. Jim Brown was. You crazy. In the no, Johnny Unitas was back then. In the 1960s. Johnny Unitas was the face of the league. Refrigerator <laughs> period. <laughs> that's why the NBA. That's why you gotta let the NBA because they'll let niggas be the face. You know, I may not like all the politics, but the NFL is still racist as shit. I can't think of the last time a black player was the face of MLB. Maybe, maybe it was Barry Bonds, but they defaced him with the whole steroid shit. Yeah. Kid Griffey, maybe. But I, I look at this. This I look at two sports. The NFL is the old Republican South. And the NBA is your liberal uh, coast, right? You know the liberals be like, "Hey, come on in here, nigga. We we your friend. We gonna be we good with you. Right. Now we gonna control and own and control every every bit of the resources. Right. We gonna control your image and everything else. But you, we gonna at least let you get some shine. Right. That's how the Democrats are. You know, versus the Republicans is like, fuck you, nigga. I'm racist, and what you gonna do about it? Right. That's right. the NFL. So yeah. they both racist and a motherfucker. They just go about it the way the Democrats and the Republicans do. Craig, yeah. it would make sense that OJ was the face of the NFL from between seventy four to seventy eight. That's why he was OJ. That's why he things you know played out for him the way they were because he was the face. So they played out for him from seventy four to seventy eight. You're saying OJ was the face of the league. Not that white boy uh, uh, from Pittsburgh. Roger Staubach? No, 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 no. The other Terry one. Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. He fought for Super Bowls that decade. Nah, he. Uh, it was OJ. 2000, what? OJ went for 2000. OJ was the man. OJ, No, but that's why he was so transcendent as more than just being a, a black man. He was, he was OJ. OJ. Black, no OJ. one gave a yes, fuck about OJ to kill killed a white bitch. Nah, that's no, not If he killed his no, first wife. No, no, no. That's no. All them niggas ain't not white people. Marcus Allen do? They loved him. He was Nordberg on a naked gun. That nigga was Nordberg. <laughs> he was he was Norberg. He was a budget security dude. <laughs> but that was that was the he thing, did. you know, to get a lead role in a in a comedy movie for an athlete. You know what I'm saying, uh, Jim Brown did. Everybody was moving, but Jim Brown moved over to the black exploitation stuff. OJ was doing movies with white people, like 
And endorsements like you can't imagine. I mean, he had hurts. He was the face of hurts. Face of hurts, yeah. I only remember the nigga on Naked Gun. I don't know none of the other shit. I I remember, I was like, like, why are they focusing on OJ so much? Oh, oh, that bitch. That's why. And when it comes to the NFL, the NFL requires a sustained amount of greatness before they even allow you to be the face. So every time there's a black player that's about to be, they was on T-Bow. There's something that happens. They're on T-Bow early. I'm not saying that it's intentional, but it's all, there always seems to be something that takes place that stops it from happening. Because Michael Vick was about to be it right before it happened. And I'm from where Michael Vick is from, it, so I know all about how the dog... No, I'm just saying, okay, like where I'm from in Virginia, you have a regular dog that's your regular dog. And then you got a dog you fight. You're a fighter. I'll leave it at... So when he didn't react the way that they expected him to react, like right in the beginning... I understood the arrogance that came along with it. Because, like, no, we all walk around like the dog that's in the cage back there. Yeah, that's, a that's not my dog. Yeah. But my Yorkshire Terrier or my Collie or whatever. That's, yeah, that's my, my real dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a totally different situation. So he didn't handle that properly at all. Right. And then it fell apart. But he was about to be. You think he was close? He was. Yeah, man. and then my as, was close. And then as far as Tom Brady getting certain allowances. That sustained. No, no, not Doug. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. I ain't gonna talk about no damn Doug Williams. Next year he was gone. But I'm saying, like, you you don't think that there's any value in, like, professional equity? You've put in this many years and this much time and greatness and success. Yeah, you get the equity. I I think. allow you some allowances. So that's why Tom does get certain allowances. You get get the equity, and I I say, I'm not tripping on Brady taking advantage. If you get the allowance, you better take advantage of that shit. Why not? So imagine you couple that with sustained greatness with. Yeah, you couple sustained greatness with uh, just the professional equity that you already have. Yeah. Then sometimes there's a perfect storm of things that happen. That way. Right. But here's the point. Here's the point, man. Jerry Rice was the best player in the NFL for at least a decade. At least a decade. And he never was the face of the league. He wouldn't have that. And Deion Sanders was the second best player. Deion Sanders, huh? It was that Popeye's commercial. That, that was, was after he retired. That was after he retired. <laughs> he had been retired by the end. You never be able to be the face of the NFL when you got a helmet and a chicken wing. But that was, he had been retired for 10 years by the time that came. I think it was in braids that he had with the Raiders. Oh, oh, yeah. Remember when he had them, 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 them dreads in the back here? He had like bowl cut reverse dreads. Oh, I think it was questionable mannerisms. Like you couldn't necessarily... He, Jerry Rice was always. Jerry Rice was questionable. So you couldn't say. Yeah. He was, he was Walter Payton is the best player of the '80s. He was never the face. Yeah. And Barry fact, Sanders, that average quarterback. Deion Sanders. What's, what's the quarterback of that Bears team? Jim McMahon. He had a bigger uh, presence media-wise mm-hmm. than Walter Payton. Yeah, and my, Walter yeah, Payton. Walter Payton has an entire award named after. Him. But the, that was after the fact. Who the, the fact. best player in the '70s? Uh, OJ. OJ never was a face of the league. Yeah, he, was. he was, man. OJ we weren't born in. No, he wasn't. He was. The commercial, the commercial. OJ was more cracking after he retired, bro. Oh, 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 bro. Oh, he, he first ran for two thousand yards. What does that mean? What does that mean? Frank Harris ran for two thousand. He was never OJ did it first. OJ is different. OJ is different because OJ was really white. 
No, OJ is from the projects, nigga. He's from the Fillmore projects. He, 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 he don't care about that shit. He wasn't always like that. His first wife was... About me, Joe Green. Me, Joe Green was a face of the league back then. In the 70s, me, me. Frank O'Hara's had a bigger name than OJ. Adrian Peterson was has been the best player in the NFL for the last 12 years. No, he hasn't. What are you talking about, Adrian about Peterson? No. Well, he was. He's not, 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 not that old. Right now to this day, but at least, at least, least a prime. decade of his, his career, he's the best player in the league. How long does yeah. it face? At least, a, at least, it's got to be, like he said, you got to prove yourself But first. no matter at what. At least a decade. No matter what, Craig's see. point is right, though. Hey, it's, a, it's always been a nigga that's been the best player. and never been the face. True. That's fact. But that's why you have players like Deion Sanders that's like, I don't care. I'm just gonna be. A, I'm gonna be the face of me. Right. I have my own brand. Dion took some bullets. Yeah. I remember when Dion had a game in '91 where he played with the Braves. Yeah. And then took a helicopter yeah. to a Falcons game. And after that, the media did nothing but trash that nigga for like two years. Dion could sneeze wrong and be like, oh, Dion Sanders. Favorite right. all time, Dion. Dion Sanders is the most dominant. He he he. Two he, sports, nigga. But he got it more than any other professional athlete ever. Yeah. He understood that this is a business and I need to make the most money I can make out of it. And he took his play on the field series and he took his play off the field series. Full Jerry Crow, keep wearing his chains, all that shit. He said it was furs, all that. He said it was dry. Come to the mic, come to the mic, come to the mic. Come to the mic, come to the mic. This nigga wasn't talking to me. My mustache get heavy. I mean, I'm going to fall back. I'm going to fall back. Let me stretch my lip. <laughs> but Jerry Rice, I think Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice's issue was uh, 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 them tights. He was the first nigga to wear them tights out there. <laughs> he was wearing his white clothes. He was saying that before you came in. Up under his uniform. He super sweet with, the, with his uh, yeah, yeah, he But when you're a white player, all you got to do is be good, really good. Yeah. You can be the number almost one. Pretty good. Almost pretty good. good. Pretty yeah. Good. And almost as good. And, but in, similar to the NBA, if you're a white player, they don't give a fuck if you don't play defense. Right. Like, if you're a black player, nigga, you got to be a defensive stopper. Right. You got to be able to have be able to score all three levels. You got to win the championship to get one MVP. Like, you're a white boy like Jokish, nigga, <laughs> Steve Nash, dog. Fuck your defense. We you give said, you the offense. You said that's life, Blaze? Man, that's life, you know? You meet an ugly girl. She, be, she better be able to change car tires, yeah. build the engine, yeah. uh, have she six said, degrees. You're saying black is ugly. No. Yeah. What are you saying, Blake? Yeah, what are you saying? I'm just saying, when you know, when, when, you, when, when you're weak, are you less than, you better have some extra shit. They said that. Right, right. Ugly. We knew it was the shit. Right. But but it's all right anyway. It's like it's like, it's like a motherfucker making you work out twice as long. Like, me, me. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. How do you deal with racism and even sexism being a woman that's very successful? How do you deal with situations where you could tell somebody's treating you differently because you're a black woman? Hmm. Uh, interesting. So I've had various situations where it's in business or out in the fields in the streets. So I believe it's also where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm doing a business deal and I want to do a business deal and you're holding the contract and then... We can't see the eye to eye, then, you know, I might do a closed eye to search, so I need that contract, let's just say, right? But then let's just say I'm somewhere else, 
and you're showing me disrespect because of my color. I might react to let you know, hey, I'm not my ancestors. Right. Okay? I'm not looking for trouble, but don't start now, won't be none. Right. You right. knock and I'm going to answer. Hello. Right, right, Hello. right. Hello. Right. Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I answer. Yeah. But that goes back to. <laughs> but in a respectful way. Right. But it could go however it needs to go. But that goes back to the emotionality thing that either Snaps or you said. Um, Snaps. There's no emotions in business. Right. You can't make a clear-headed decision or do things that are valuable monetarily if you're too wrapped in it too emotionally. Because emotions validate fantasy. That's why you got these niggas out here who gamble and lose a bunch of money because they gambling with their heart and they soul. And this is a numbers-driven business so there's a lot of ignorant rich white people who use color as the excuse of why they can't fuck with us but please believe if your money was right and you were in an undeniable position nobody is turning down bread Straight up. you just got to position yourself to get past the emotionality of whatever you've been experiencing in your in your life the failure the baby mama drama the you know the all the shit that every person goes through the gout they, right the gout the wine we always how I get involved fuck y'all nigga they got mouth gout fuck you I don't the wine got mouth gout when he sweets his jaw lock up to kill me already. All right, Stone Watch James. Fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah. Stone Watch. Let me ask you this question. What tips can we get? A, can you give the people? Because you said you can. You got to put your emotions aside. But when they fucking with your money, that could be some emotional shit. Refocus. You know what I mean? what tips be. can you do when they Re fucking with your money? Refocus. Don't be scared to talk to yourself. This is what I mean. Straight up. Sometimes you got to make yourself present because mm -hmm. your mind. You so you when you start to get to money and you never had it. It's a fantasy to you. So your mind is always going to go back to the fantasy of what you thought it should be. Mm, when you get to a point, point where you start to become valuable, you got to make sure you're in the room, conscious and present. Mm -hmm. If I'm in the room right now and there's some real big money I ain't never seen about to be ma made in my mind, I might be talking to myself. I might be like, grab the microphone. The microphone is black. That's Blaze. Blaze is wearing a blue shirt. Mimi has on a jean jacket, a very nice jean jacket. I'm making myself present in the room because your mind will take you somewhere else and people pick up on that and they'll get over on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to be present when you get into a point where you have value because value is perceived and you always want to be perceived as being more valuable than you actually are. You know? mm -hmm. And also, like, I'm glad you brought that question up because, like, when you buy emotionally, you're used to getting something in return that you can hold in your hand that makes you feel good for about two weeks and then it's off to everything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got to disconnect yourself with that because I know recently I just put up like a few thousand dollars in ads. You know, when you're used to buying, putting up a few thousand dollars, you're used to getting some shit back in your hands. Right. And when you, but when you put it out there as an investment, Blaze, it might be in cars, you don't know what he, he don't know what he going to get when he put that, he has an idea what he going to get in return. So when you disconnect the emotions, when you know you're disconnected, is when you know you can put it out there and trust yourself and have faith in that thing that was downloaded inside of you to let you know originally that this was a good idea to invest in. Right. right. So we, we got we got as a people, we got to know to trust ourselves. Like we get good ass fucking mm -hmm. ideas 
But these ideas go to waste because we spend money on emotional connections to things versus the money on the idea that got downloaded through us. So you got so when you disconnect the emotions from it, you can do what Mimi did right now. She put a whole fucking lot of money up on that, but it ain't no goddamn guarantee. But that's when we get to that point. That's how you know you successfully disconnected the emotions. My bad. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and one other thing when it comes to business, people need to stop thinking that capitalism has a conscience because every time Mm. you get into a business deal, you think, oh, they're operating on the same. Wavelength, the same baseline, the same this that I am. Nah, it has nothing to do with that. Everybody that's involved is trying to get the best deal for themselves. Right. So Real when you talk, go in bro. there and thinking that there's this moral struggle that everybody will help you or you think they have the same like moral volley in their brain that you might be having because you might come from somewhere where your values are different. Like as soon as you get into the, uh, a space where you're negotiating. Oh, that shit's out the fucking window. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta kill a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wrap him in that jacket and take yeah. him off somewhere. <laughs> Red feathers and take him to the woods. And <laughs> take him to the woods. My nigga talking some real shit. So it's real talk. Insurance pay it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, he's, he looks like the greatest employee in Foot Locker history. He's a great he can walk in any mall and they know his first name. <laughs> we ain't got no 13th of white. We got three in blue and two in black. They can come out with options from the back. Three stores at the same time. Ain't shit. Craig talking shit while he dressed like an off-duty chimney sweep. you <laughs> I never off do it. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chimney. But look, the NFL never make a black player the face of the league because this country is seventy. What's the percentage white? It's like in the fifties, white. But like you know, fifty percent white. Where oh, less than twelve percent of the population. Yeah, they, they, they keep telling us that. I don't know how we've been twelve percent of the population for hundred years. Because, yeah. you know, because <laughs> during the census, we've been we've been doing way more than that. I tell you why they will. I tell you why they will. Because Patrick Mahomes is half white. It's not gonna happen. Something's gonna happen to that nigga where they can't make him. They already gave him too much money. Yeah. Nah, that don't matter. He's they, gonna be the face they, they gave him throw. They gave him throwaway money. That's it's possible. He could throw, be the Obama of football. Huh? He's still safe though. Anytime they got a brother yeah. with, yeah. anytime they have a brother with no facial hair, they still think he's safe. Just, like, no, you yeah. gotta understand. Like as right. soon as he shows up with a mustache, it's over for him. <laughs> <laughs> it just baffles my mind how we we give so much credit to the quarterbacks. No one was saying nothing about Charles Haley when he. Had five Super Bowl rings and nobody else got that's true. Five fucking Super Bowl rings. The and 49ers and Cowboys. Well, right. it's, a, it's a team game. But go ahead. It's, not, it's, it's not, a team it's game. There's a quarterback. But, but yeah, the, the quarterback is one of the main pieces of their team. The number one piece. Defensive player. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a bomb ass. You can have a bomb ass receiver. Your quarterback trash. What the receiver gonna do? You know what who the quarterback is? The quarterback. You, quarterback you, ever, you ever watch boxing <laughs> and it's a champion and he don't speak good English, <laughs> but it's a translator. Next to him that yeah. he talked to, that's the quarterback on the NFL team. Yeah. That's how important it is, man. So there's nothing more important than the quarterback because the world won't even be able to 
motherfucking watch football if he can't execute the game plan for the team. You know I would say it's the training. All I'm the saying training is, is I saw the year. I football. saw the year Trent Dilfer run, and I begged to differ. That team but he was the greatest defense the, ever, though. That's my whole point. It's a team. Hey, there is no look. Here's one thing we gotta remember when it comes to Fuck sports. That. Sports is like business. It's like music. Same shit. It's a synergy. The thing that we be we 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 always leave out that word synergy and everything. Synergy is when every when every part you just said eat on accident. All right, that's that was funny as hell, Aaron Neville. Joe <laughs> <laughs> touch the fill of cotton ass on out of here, nigga. <laughs> the fabric of our lives. I wish I could say that nigga got a unique voice. He do. He's a nigga. Yeah. He is the Anita Baker of niggas. <laughs> Sing country and R and B. That nigga, but he, how did he seem so soft? But he was swole. That you nigga was no, not running up on Aaron Neville. Oh, you ain't running up on Aaron Neville now. Yeah, no that nigga used to wear a vest and nothing else yeah, and sing, and and sing soft ass songs. I ain't fucking with that nigga. I ain't fucking with Aaron Neville. I'm not fucking with him. I'm not fucking with him. I ain't fucking with him. I go to the same leather vest store. Two niggas I'm scared of Aaron Neville and Lil Richard. Because if you lose or fight to Lil Richard, they gonna fuck you. And that's not right. What would you do if you start losing the fight to Lil Richard? Like, what would you? I'll try to. I'll tell him I'll tune his piano. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what we If you squared up, if you squared up with Cisco and he started. He start getting the best of you. <laughs> you start getting weak, and you know what I mean. Like you, you, you. I'm gonna tell him I know the nigga who was sleeping in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Get him up off me, man. Yeah, man, that's a funny. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if you got one hand cartwheel from the, uh, from the thong song video. Uh, oh, it's over then. It's <laughs> over. Song, I say uh, you let a nigga uh, cartwheel. Do a cartwheel and punch you, and you said you wasn't living with him. You <laughs> 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 said you weren't living with him. Bark up for any nigga that do a cartwheel. Take a shot and go to a commercial. Oh. We gonna take a shot for Mimi's alcohol. Uh, poppy. Poppy, 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 poppy. Rest in peace, Poppy. Eli. Poppy. I ain't want to tell everybody that, but I'll tell, I'll tell the whole world. Yeah, you said it in front of thousands. Yeah. Can't one has gout. You good? Send me some cherry juice. Cherry <laughs> <laughs> tart. Okay, okay. That, that right there ain't no joke. <laughs> All right. A toast to Poppy. Poppy. Hey. Hey. Poppy like a motherfucker. Got to have it. Yeah, no. Yeah, dude. We're going to go to a commercial break. Uh, yeah, on this commercial commercial break, me and the little homie D Bangs, he got a cooking show. So check out this cooking show. Me, Charlie Googles, and D Bangs. 
We'll be back. More correct facts. Think it be the summertime. Hundred houses in June. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't talked to you. Yeah, that was the trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. I wrote that right a little bit. Like Fast and Furious. Oh, we back. We back. We back on air. Can I say this though about about competition? You want her in here? Yeah, just having to school to the side. We'll pull up another chair. There's another chair? She backed out. She I wanted to say this to you guys about competition. You got to think about, like, what competition was back in the day. So go back to, because some people, what are you talking about? We were just talking about uh, how basketball players today are, like, all friends. They, they don't really, like, want to, like, they don't have that killer instinct of just, like, killing niggas, Right. When people were in, like, just go back to the Roman times. When competition, it was like, this is life or death. I'm getting into this because I'm a barbarian. I can do what nobody else does. And I'm going to be the one that leaves this dirt. I am not a barbarian. Triumphant. I'm a Trojan. Yes, you a Trojan. This nigga's a Trojan. He wears Trojans, I guess. I don't know why he's telling me this. But the point is. You know why. <laughs> this stupid. But the point is, the point is, that's what it's about. The competition is like, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to win. It's not about being friends with somebody on the court. It's about killing this nigga. Really. Like, I don't want, I don't, I want your career to be done. Which, like, when you played me, when Jordan was on the court, none of y'all winning. Right. I don't care. I don't care how good you are. For six years. That's how it was for six years. Well, yes. But but my, my thing is this. What would you do if Fleece Johnson was your selling? I don't even know who that is. And I wouldn't go to jail. I wouldn't go to jail. I'm on the run. I'm selling, going to Columbia. What would you do if you did go to jail? That was your selling. I'm running away to Columbia. You can't. They got to catch me first but to put I, me in jail. I, I think that's a misnomer that is less competition because look. <laughs> Like Magic and Isaiah, them motherfuckers had a kiss at center court before oh they clotheslined each other. You know what I mean? So, and then I, I remember, I remember like when a, when the Warriors was on the come ups, so like mm -hmm. when the Clippers were like Lob City Clippers those years, and the Warriors were on the come ups. Mm -hmm. I used to see. I remember one time I was at a game, and I saw Chris Paul and, and Steph Curry before the game really embrace each other. At the game. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, that nigga be stingy. Not at all. Hell yeah. I didn't get this fat through osmosis, nigga. This is work. Hey, shit. But I mean, no, I remember. I remember seeing them. And they, they families all holler his back on you. We used to call it cover munching. Cover munching. I'm a cover munch. That's funny. Hey, adjust your shoulder pads and your fleece. Adjust your shoulder pads. That's a, gay, hey, that's a gangster ass top this though. That's cold. This motherfucker that's dressed cold. like he got the Murphy Brown shoulder pads. Remember Murphy Brown back in the eighties? You got a, uh, a Twizzler spaghetti coming out. <laughs> Twizzler spaghetti? <laughs> hey. Yo, what kind of hey, sauce you use for that? Hey, Craig. Red Yo, 40. Red 40. 
Hey, Craig. <laughs> that pimple been on your face the same time, the same length as that storm on Jupiter, nigga. Oh, long yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. How you have a seven-year-long pimple, nigga? Man, Fuck you. Damn. Just keep it happening. It's there. You got to exfoliate. And for the chat room that's not Duncan, this is this is Ken. This ain't Duncan. This they is, know who I am. This is, this is, I beat all y'all. I beat all y'all niggas ass. That's what shit Duncan was Duncan. I will beat all y'all niggas ass. But like Ken, I remember before a game one time, I just saw Chris Paul and Steph Curry, like they families was talking. Yeah. They was mad cool before the game. But when that game got going on, them niggas work. wanted to kill each other. Fuck you, nigga. So if, if some people know how to compartmentalize between yeah. my job and and who I am as a person. Right. I remember Mike Singletary even saying that. Mm -hmm. uh, 85 Chicago Bears, a middle linebacker. Mike Singletary, in an interview I saw one time, he, he said... 85, like, the nigga didn't have a yeah. long-ass career. No, he had a long career, but that's <laughs> a, that was the greatest defense ever. Yeah, yeah. No, 80, one of them. 85, one of them. 2000 Giants. You can no, use a few, but... Ravens. The Ravens, Bucks, God, 2, 2000 The Ravens had the best one. But you can put, Shout I'm out to Chris McAllister, Pasadena. Top five defense of all time. <laughs> top five defense. But Mike Singletary always said, he said, I never had the, the mentality that I wanted to kill somebody. Like, you got a family. Now, during this game, he said, I, he said, because I, I would hit somebody and I'll pick him up. But what now, I'm going to knock him back though? down. What he looked like? You, with the eyes and everything. <laughs> that nigga was serious. So he looked like he wanted to kill somebody. So it's a difference. So there's some people that play like, no, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, oh, this nigga's going to kill me. And then it's a nigga that's like, I don't want to kill you, but then it's going to kill you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But so it, it's, it's, a, it's a mind fuck. It was, I was kind of pissed off that that one player from the Grizzlies like looked at LeBron and was like, I ain't scared of you. I'm like, nah, nigga, no. <laughs> they supposed to be scared of you, man. Right. It's based on sports, though. Like Mike Tyson, I feel like that nigga getting the ring, he's going to kill you. He's going to try to kill you. Yeah, because he so, think, he looks at himself as a warrior. I'm a warrior. Right. Yeah. I'm a warrior. I'm a Alexander. When you playing basketball, like they said about the dude, LeBron elbowed and busted his, you know what I'm talking about, the dude that busted his face, they said that nigga wasn't scared of LeBron because, nigga, this is basketball. He's, 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 he's a warrior. No, he was scared. They, they were scared of Kobe. He was scared. They were scared of He was scared of LeBron. Scared of Let me tell you why he was scared of Kobe. Reggie Miller put hands on Reggie Miller stayed scared of Kobe. He was scared of LeBron, though. He was scared of LeBron. They were scared of Kobe. They were scared of Jordan. No, they were I think every, I think they a lot of like Jordan had hands. They were scared of Reggie. Jordan. Reggie put hands on. Reggie put hands on, on Jordan. I, I, I tell yeah. you what Jordan did have. He had audacity. He did. Yeah, yeah. The, the audacity. He looked at you like he got Dennis Rodman would have beat the dog uh, shit out of him. You heard the story of uh, Steve Kerr, how he got his respect. <laughs> Jordan bombs on him. This thing gets up and hits him back. But that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. You don't hear the rest of the. You don't hear that. You don't hear the rest of the story. The rest of the story ain't. Oh, then Jordan beat his ass. No, he bombed on him. Steve Kerr jumps up and hits him back. Yeah. If a if a little white nigga jump up and hit me, look, it's over. Over. They like, hey, look at Jordan. Look at that. That's your teammate. No, he punched him because he was hitting him. Yeah, but then Steve Kerr was the first one to punch him. But that's your teammate. That means he ain't scared of you. If you playing a pistol. Let the results speak for themselves. The he ain't scared of you. Go, what you about to say? If you playing the Pistons, go. the Pistons, he ain't going to take off on ooh, Charles Oakley or Anthony Mason or nothing. No, it was, the, the Pistons no. was uh, Lambert yeah, and Dennis Rodman. Oh, you're talking about the Knicks. Knicks you're talking about what the I'm Knicks. Is, but, you know, but, but I'm saying niggas fear Jordan because not, not just his, his presence on Nike. but his aggressiveness. <laughs> you heard the stories about Jordan taking off on niggas. You seen Jordan go crazy smushing niggas in the game. You seen him talk I heard what Gray Hill said. And this is the face of the league. These niggas don't protect this nigga at all costs. I heard what Gray Hill said. You know what Gray Hill said about Jordan? What he said? 
Jaren Hill said that you knew you couldn't do nothing because he was a face of the not, not, not that we were scared. It's like he was a golden. You couldn't touch him. That's what all fouls. That was, they ain't being scared of him. That's being scared of the refs. But exactly. <laughs> about no, they were scared of Jordan because Jordan used to no bang on him. At no point has Michael Jordan had the most hands on his team. Never. Never. When he first came in the league, Charles Oakley Orlando, Orlando Woolridge had the most hands. <laughs> yeah, he Charles Oakley was on that Charles team. Charles Oakley, he a scary nigga, but I ain't never seen him get out. Yeah. <laughs> Woodridge. Yeah, Woodridge. Woodridge was that nigga. Artist Gilmore had hands. Then when them niggas got traded, uh-huh. Cartwright had hands. Grant. Cartwright. Cartwright. Yeah, Cartwright. Cartwright. Yeah, yeah. This nigga. Cartwright. 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 It was always yeah. niggas in the way when Jordan was about to start fighting. You always had to swim around, niggas. Yeah. Yeah. He had no all fighters on his team except well, Scotty. Isaiah Pitt. Thomas had more hands than that nigga. No, he didn't. I agree. I agree. Isaiah used to fight. Isaiah used to fight on niggas. But his feet used to be like. But he still fired on niggas. So you, so, you, so you don't think people feared Jordan? They feared they his ability. I'm not saying they had a reason to fear Jordan. But they feared that nigga. They feared like, they feared like they, 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 in a basketball they context, they, they feared they feared losing the game, but they feared whooping getting whooping the ass. They no. You never every seen every aspect that. of the game, they man. You never they, seen. Let, they, didn't, they didn't even order their food first. They're like, fuck it, I might get this shit. <laughs> somebody said somebody <laughs> they feared him in basketball, yeah. Somebody said Craig Hodges had hands. Yes he did. Yes he did. They just never seen a nigga take off on Jordan like he did Kobe, rest in peace. You crazy. He knew. Jordan got Miller did. Who? Miller. He took off like Chris Childs on the baseline. That nigga gave Jordan. Who are you talking about? It was all fighting or dancing. Right here. They took off. Yeah, Jordan got him. Yeah, Jordan. He said. Bitch, <laughs> you know how mad you gotta be to touch somebody's face like that and go, nigga, I'll kill your ass. And then nothing happened in return. Those Charles they tried to fight him. They just break up. Kobe. He gave yeah. him two pieces. fighting at him. Like that's that's Kobe tried to get his. Kobe tried to get. Kobe didn't back up. Big right. niggas jumped in the middle. That's what happened. Like it's like, basketball. None, 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 none of them niggas. Kobe learned chunkums in Italy, my nigga. None of them niggas can really fight though. With the hands, but he had heart. But none of them can really fight though. Kobe called. Kobe. Kobe fought Shaq. In practice, that's like a well-known story. He like lost Kobe, him. He Kobe, lost no, no, yes. I'm taking Kobe over uh, Kobe over MJ and the head of Faye. You crazy? Hell no. He got more heart. Have you seen him win a fight? Nigga, <laughs> Reggie Miller put hands on him. Chris Charles put. Have you seen Kobe? Reggie Miller put hands on him. Have you seen Jordan with a fight? No. Two. Kobe, Kobe will win because if you watch the Brian McKnight video, he talked about his sword that he will pull out in his bars. Nigga fired on Shaq, bro. He fired on Shaq in practice. He fired on Shaq. He win the fight. I don't know. That is, hey, but that's something. I'll tell you what I heard. I'll tell you what I heard from a from a coach friend of mine that was there. Oh, he said man. that they had to be separated. Niggas selling nachos in the, in the <laughs> He said it happened. He said he, he wouldn't say who won. I was watching. He wouldn't say he won. He just said that both cats had to get pulled off each other and left it at that. Nah, he lied. So they can't fight. <laughs> Could you imagine little ass Kobe on Shaq? Kobe 6'7", nigga. That ain't little. Yeah. Y'all the same size. On Shaq, though. Shaq. You ain't little. Let me say this. Charles Barkley. Let me say this. Let me say this. Charles Barkley. Let me say this. Charles Barkley. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Charles Barkley dunked him. He did. When he swung on Dudley, that... 
Oh, so he ducked that. little. Oh, yeah. He swung like this. Uh-oh. Yeah, but he hit Dudley. He did. He did do that. That was Shaq. No, no, no. That boy, the white boy from Chicago. What was his name? Whatever that nigga Whatever that white boy from Chicago. When he swung. It was a gas. He swung that motherfucker with his foot, his palm open. It was like this. His palm was open when he swung on that nigga. But listen, super spicy. That was two weeks after he got a $3 million endorsement. Okay. So what if the nigga really can't fight? That nigga's big as hell, but he has no hands. We'll never find out How many niggas in here take a punch from Shaq? It ain't gonna be no punch. He ain't gonna, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna land it. All he gotta do is hug you. Yeah. Just, look, the weakest fight of all. Look, you can bite one of the weakest fights of all time was Alonzo Mourning versus Charles Oakley. Remember that fight with the yeah. niggas when Jeff Van Gundy got no, in the middle? Alonzo versus LJ. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That yeah. Both these was niggas was known as the toughest niggas in the NBA when they actually threw hands in the late nineties. That shit was terrible. That shit was horrible. These niggas can't fight. I was in character. I was in character. I don't want to lose my. NBA, <laughs> NBA niggas is hoopers. They ain't fighters. Like, yeah, I just yeah. don't even talk fighting in basketball. Yeah. Nigga, it's basketball. We are talking fighting. If you ain't played football, you can't fight. I done beat we, we need I some more likes in this motherfucker. Hit the like button. Listen, man. I done beat many a niggas up over 21, man. That shit serious, man. They just balling, Not to NBA level, niggas. That's serious niggas that got jobs tomorrow. Niggas in the NBA, the niggas can't fight. They can't fight. Them niggas come from two parent households and they got money and shit. Ain't no thousands to so you so Michael Jordan ain't got no hands, and we know no, he know he know. That's why he act like the way he act. Yeah, he do act like a bitch. That's why he choose gun the way he choose gun. That's how you gotta do it. You just look at a motherfucker real serious. Yeah, yeah you get you get can't fight. You get past that look, then what happened? So New Year's resolution just happened. Everybody made a bunch of you New Year's resolutions. A lot of people that I know of, they decided to give up meat. So they decided they're going to go. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. Oh, so you saying. They ain't going to meat, man. This shit at full. I'm charging some help section. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just switched to the help section. Yeah, the help section. I'm talking vegan and vegetarian. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking vegan. Some niggas ain't never going to give up meat. I'm free. Name some niggas. Truth fact. The nigga ain't never going to give up meat? Me. I'm free. Due to a high surge. Oh my god. Watch what you say. I think Craig I think Craig was alluding to a an elite Daniels sort of fashion. Yeah. Lee Daniels never give up me. Yeah, he ain't never give up. Lee Daniels. He got a movie about a gay superhero. He'll never give up me. Kevin Samuels Kevin Samuels will never give up me. Never. Kevin Samuels ain't never gonna give up me. Uh, Jay Rice. All right, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Jerry Collins. Yeah, yeah. Never. Juicy Smoulet. Juicy Smoulet. Juicy Smoulet. Juicy Smoulet. Well, never, never. He ain't never giving it up. What's What's the preacher nigga that just broke up with Megan Good? Uh, no, what's that? What's that preacher? Devon Franklin. Yes, yeah. nigga, trying to black ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when? 
That preacher nigga that spit, y'all saw that preacher that spit? Yeah, that. preacher that spit that nigga's face, that nigga ain't never giving up on me. That's a meat packing motherfucker right there. Somebody said Corey McCanny. I don't know Corey McCanny. Oh, yeah, Billy Porter ain't never giving up on me. Isaiah Thomas has never given up me. Hey. Oh, Tank. Oh, that singer? I'd have ran into that nigga a couple of times. Elton John would refuse to give it to me. He refused. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Saucy Santana? Who was that? You don't know Saucy Santana. You got that song Material Girl? Okay, well, he won't never give it to me. Andrew Andrew Caldwell. What you won't do for me? That's Bobby Caldwell, nigga. That's a cold little connection. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, so look, so a bunch of people decided to give up. Uh, I know. Right? <laughs> 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 Dude, these niggas crazy. That's fucked up. <laughs> these niggas crazy. Hey, y'all stupid in the chat room, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the chat room, man. We shout fuck with y'all. Y'all niggas crazy. We glad to see y'all having fun in this motherfucker. Hit that like button. Hit the like button on stage. Spectrum of booties. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, you said it. You said it, Frank Factors. Go ahead, Double A. Yeah. All right. So look. Yeah, they so say, a lot they of people, saying shit. Yeah, that New Year's resolution. <laughs> they go vegan. They go vegetarian. And the reason for that is because they said it stops diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. some cancers or whatnot. So a question came out: Should we be raising our kids? <laughs> As vegan. Damn. Uh, Larry, you ain't shit. No. <laughs> Damn. Larry, you ain't shit. So should we be raising our kids to be vegans or vegetarians? Now, a bunch of scientists and researchers came out and said, and we shouldn't because they, they, we, they may not have enough calories to grow. You know what I mean? Meat, the, the meat or whatever they right. need those calories. But who did so, the tallest but, animal in the world is a fucking giraffe. <laughs> and that nigga don't eat no meat. No. Right. So they always got some bullshit to... Yeah, that's true. Somebody, the fattest nigga in the world don't eat no giraffes. Hippos. <laughs> Size is a response to your environment. Mm. It's a natural response to your environment. Some of us are programmed to be taller than others genetically, but you could actually, your environment could actually shape how tall you are, how much muscle you, it shapes everything. No refrigerators, Dewan would not be. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying, wouldn't no, no, niggas wouldn't be our size without without all this technology. I'd be 140 pounds. Right, right. So yeah. environment because your parents the healthiest environment. What do you mean? I, but you know what? Let me let me say this. Let me say this because and somebody alluded to it in, in the comments. What do you say? Like you don't just because you're a vegan or you're a vegetarian doesn't mean that you ain't gonna have blood pressure issues because they put salt in everything. Right. Right, right. And even the stuff that they're serving us is like bad. Like me myself, like having health issues and and dealing with gout and shit. I can't eat anything. There's there's vegetables that I can't eat. So. Like, you just really have to figure out what works for your body, yeah, really. Exactly. And then you have to cut the salt out. And, like, if we eat food how it's supposed to 
how we're supposed to eat it. It's nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. But that's how we're not supposed to eat to 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 for uh, satisfaction. Hey, no, it's like yeah. we're supposed to just eat just because our body needs it. Because we all fiends. We all addicted yeah. to salt and sugar. Yeah. If that's we true. live this life the way we're supposed to, it's nasty. We should we should live life with you know two three wives. We shouldn't take away yeah. <laughs> is that nasty? children. Two three wives not nasty. How's that nasty? Yeah. Two three different headaches. I don't want to. I'll See, take hold up. four or five wives, but I don't. But, hey, every, but everybody, but everybody got to have the. They got to have those headaches. If you got two wives, mm-hmm. you think you the only one that got a headache? They got to deal with each other too. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what makes it okay. That's you, the balance. You know what I mean? It's like, bitch, get that headache to her today. I'm, I'm, I'm basically saying that it's, it ain't all fun and games. You know what I'm saying? It's right. about health. Amen. I need two, three different options. For uh, for my food, uh-huh. you know, for preparation, cleaning, all that shit is helpful. It's not like. But do you need that? Do you need three options? You only need one. What do you mean you only need? One? You only need one option for food. We talked about that earlier. In the show. Okay, hold when on. Come hold to on. business. You said you only need one option for food. Well, I'm, I'm saying like if you're having a meal, you said two or three options. Yeah, he, he wants well, somebody. He wants one option. bitch to bring vegetables, the other bitch to bring. <laughs> <laughs> The cards. The cards. I need to play spades while I'm eating. <laughs> you, you, you need comparisons. You know what I'm saying? You uh-huh. never know what you got until you measure it out. Into, like Craig said earlier, <laughs> that's you, a human you're condition. You need to buy something. You need comparison, man. You need to do the research. You need to see the competition, the competitors. You need three different options. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hey, but Blaze, like, like, is it okay to say? Pussy. <laughs> the smell of it yeah. motivates other women. Yeah, it, I, I don't yeah. know what it is. Every time you finish fucking a bitch and this you go to another bitch's house, they want to. They want to <laughs> Imagine that in your house. Oh, you just gonna fuck him like that? I'm Come telling here. you, it's weird. I'm That's I'm a beautiful you situation. Me, he, he is not lying. Let your woman out. tell you no about something, That's and science. you say, it's "Nature, no problem, baby. I understand you're tired and all that. Don't even worry about it." Right. But like. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, she act yeah. They get more motivated when you still got <laughs> yeah. the little. You about to get some niggas shot. <laughs> no, you ever pull your pants down in front of your woman and she st- see the little white crush from the. It's like glaze, too. Can I ask this can I ask this question? Can I ask this question? Go ahead, bro. Have you have you ever had some glaze and loved it? We got a woman no, here. We I've got never two. had no glaze. Well, unknowingly. Knowingly. No. Ever no one has. They, if they no. mess with me, there's a no one. <laughs> he said, no. did you ever not know? If my man came to me smelling like sex, he's getting kicked out. He, nothing is going to happen. Have you ever tried it, though? No, never. Oh, yeah. she, I'm just saying. She I'm just saying she ain't trying to live. A lot of women can't do it. She ain't trying to live. I'm just playing with you. They don't want to know another bitch's pussy smell better than theirs. That's the problem. It's jealousy. Why you smell like cranberries and Erica Badu? Does pussy smell better than yours? Like, I thought I had. I'm worried about this, man. I'm worried about this for sanitary purposes. Where is he going? But if it, that's what they want to know. Which one you like better? Oh, so you like her better than me? What you over there? What did she do that I don't do? That's what most women want to know. See, what is it about? Here's the problem. They want you know. If your woman, if you cheat, if ladies, if your man keep cheating on you, it's because your pussy's too long. 
dick. <laughs> it's too long. Facts. Facts. Crazy. I need to get to the bottom of the pussy. I ain't oh, never been to the bottom of your pussy. But that's your fault, right? <laughs> I'm gonna find a smaller pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why niggas love Asians. <laughs> this is a sorry ass conversation, nigga. This is a sorry ass conversation. I'm tired of women with long pussies. Blaming yeah. those small dicks. <laughs> Is train smoke. You can't even get pregnant. <laughs> you can't even get pregnant because when I nut in you, it dry up by the time I hit the bottom. Yeah. That's why we ain't got no kids. Yeah. Pussy too long. Yeah. 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 I'm not sperm need a break. I gotta put on a Gatorade <laughs> condom. Gatorade. Look at how the electric lights to get up there. Get some electric lights. Ain't nothing ever been in the back of your pussy. Blood. <laughs> it's huh. shit behind your uterus. That's how long your pussy is. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this thing is so good. It's space behind your uterus. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, speaking of long pussies, you're oh, a lord. <laughs> Venus Williams said she had sex. That nigga Dewan said that. Venus Williams. Venus Williams said she, she a virgin. She got a baby though. No, 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 that's Serena got a baby. No, she was married. No, they got no, that's Serena. Venus don't got a baby. I though. thought Venus was married to a white boy. I saw some reports where Venus was like she never had sex or some shit like that. I saw that. I saw that. That's a long pussy right there. I think no, she, that nah, she she had she had too many beads in her hair to not be a uh, to be a virgin. Yeah, any bitch that got if, if from L.A. that got had beads in their hair, they they fucking uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> If that's Ser true. Serena, what, Serena, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's, if that's, that's like, true. The pussy ain't no good. That's that pussy. Yeah. It is. How do we? How do you know? I, I don't know if it's true. Now. I'm saying I don't know. In like the chat this. room, I don't know if it's true, niggas. Hold All on. right, I'm just going off what was reported. This is how we gonna settle it, Dewan. If you had the tastiest cupcake in the world, oh yeah, would yeah. you hold that motherfucker and let it go unbidden? If you ain't never tasted it, man, that shit is. You never had a cupcake before, you Venus pussy is ripe. I don't know what y'all talking about. I think Venus got some fire. Yeah. Venus, if you ain't fucking and you want to start. Never? What? <laughs> 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 I think you started in the fucking business. I promise you. <laughs> 
I you got business license and everything. Craig, Craig, you yeah. one thing. This is one thing right here that I don't already want. I mean, the idea of having something brand new is okay, but I don't really want the brand new pussy. I want that motherfucker. I want to get right to it. I don't you like know. used pussy? Yeah, he like used pussy. You like no, tampering with pussy? No, no, no. I want experience. Certified. Certified Creon. Certified Creon. Certified Creon. Are you somebody, a baby mama? Hey, are, you, are you an ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> I want to miss you. They still got Toyota care on them. <laughs> 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 I, want, I want the Toyota. Not the extended. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. Hey, I want to get a chat room. A few people in the chat room made a good point. Venus is Joe's witness. You know, so, you know. No, Joe was fucking. It was always, but it was always two or three chicks that went to the, to the, the little the, convent that wasn't fucking. Hey, the whole. It was always two. The whole Jackson the whole Jackson family is Jehovah's Witnesses. Right. Thank you. That that ends that whole thing that you said. Ain't none of them. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help. Can't bring the bad news in this motherfucker. You realistic ass. I'm just saying. Fuck you, realistic ass nigga. I'm just saying. Joe Jackson was fucking. Hey, but me can always fucking Joe's Witnesses. Even God is fucking, bro. God fucking. Look, what is everybody waiting on God to do? <laughs> Everybody's waiting on God to come back. <laughs> <laughs> to come again. <laughs> to come again. To come again. Hey. <laughs> hey. And Jesus was fucking Mary Magdalene. You know what I mean? That bitch was a hooker. And that bitch was a hooker. So Jesus was getting hookers. If he was fucking Mary Magdalene. Well, no, she, he was getting on the free, though. Yeah. Oh, he, Jesus was getting Jesus. that free pussy? It was on the free. Okay, okay. Well, I, believe was, it. I just want to know when God come there. back, who gonna wipe it off? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Because hey. I ain't touching it. I don't get out. That is crazy. G- G- Jesus' second miracle was turning pussy juice like, into champagne. Eddie Long, you just woke me up from the dead, Lord. I got you. All the vegan and vegetarian niggas. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> hey, what you think Jesus said to Eddie Long when he got to heaven? Eddie Long. What did Jesus say when he when Eddie Long got up there? I know what you. I know what you and Daryl Coley been doing. <laughs> James Cleveland said, excuse me. Oh, my God. Not the rail. Not the rail. Dang. Not the rail. What's Alex Baldwin doing? What's his name? James Baldwin. James Baldwin. (laughs) What's he doing in heaven right now? Fucking Langston Hughes. (laughs) (laughs) That is accurate. (laughs) Anybody is fucking in heaven is Langston Hughes. I would just think he'd be walking around heaven with a, with a white robe. Who jealous of him? Luca Vandross. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Luca Vandross look like say you wanna be, say you wanna be, say you wanna be. Oh my goodness! This thing is crazy. Hey, but they but they was good ass gay folks because they cared about being black first. So yeah. I'm not shitting on them. Hell yeah! 
yeah. Alex Baldwin yeah. was like, yeah. Alex Baldwin was like, I take dicks in the ass, but I'm black first, motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah. hey, yeah. I'm cool Shout with out that. To the G A G S. Oh shit! So, <laughs> we gave. We just cracking jokes. Equality is cracking jokes. Goddamn it! That's equality. That's it's it. just jokes. Equality. Up, motherfucker. You, you ain't gave me no money anyway. Fuck you. There's <laughs> always a motherfucker that ain't paid you that wants you to stop doing uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some money. I'll stop. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh hell yeah. Yeah, ain't no. So let's have some fun with it. Could that work in LA? Hell motherfucking no, no man. So here's the question. The they trying to get rid of homeless people. That's what it sounds like. You're a cop and you opening up a sleep pod in LA. What do you see? Oh yeah, shit. Bro. We see two people having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. LA, it'd be one nigga. That run all them pods and rent them out to the homeless, man. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he'll be homeless. Yeah, he'll be and he'll be homeless. He'll be, he'll be a homeless bully. <laughs> I feel like you'll see three homeless people in there making doo-doo pies. You know my story. I told the you. Doo-doo pies. Yeah. Yeah. LA got the wildest homeless motherfucker. Uh, hell yeah. By far. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know from Brad's story I told you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, nah, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Hey, nigga, I saw my wife's ass with a little motherfucker <laughs> wiping their ass on the corner. Brought that night with a loaf of white bread. <laughs> And every time he wiped, he would show people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this homeless nigga had a clean ass. Yeah. You know what? Fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> Filthy all over. Nigga ran through the whole loaf, my nigga. Yeah. Didn't it stink? The mission district in San Francisco is... And for real, it's worse. It's worse. Than okay, I, I was mad. I was mad though because yesterday I was at Woody's and I said, a homeless person. I gave, I gave this homeless person five dollars. Can we? And see? the person behind me gave him some food. So I was like, man, give my five dollars back. You took his food. <laughs> <laughs> You took his jacket, nigga. I'm a blazer. I was telling Craig this story. Remember Steak Lucas? Yeah, yeah. So it's this dude we call him Steak Steak Lucas. What the fuck? This greatest. This dude. I see him I'm at this job. I'm looking out the window on a corner. It's this homeless dude in a wheelchair. He wasn't supposed to be there. I seen another homeless dude walk up, kind of bang on him a little bit and left. <laughs> on everything I love. Another homeless dude, this nigga was like, like 6'5", he was big, came and pushed the homeless dude in the wheelchair off the corner. Like, you ain't supposed to be there. Pushed him across the street, yeah. and the dude that checked on him came and stood on that corner. Yeah. Like, the nigga was running, he had a whole business of right. who stands right. on what corner. And if you're on my corner, I'm coming to get you, just like the drug game. Yeah. Right. So we right. call him Stank Lucas. Stank Lucas. But, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Brandy's dad would have whooped his ass though. Brandy's dad would have whooped his ass. Leave Glenn alone. Shout out to OG Glenn, rest in peace, man. Glenn did miss a funeral from 1980 to 2010. Did y'all know that this nigga knew karate? Glenn knew every motherfucker. No, he's in new karate. Nigga from yeah. our city. Brandy's yeah. daddy. Everybody <laughs> thought he was Ray J and Brandy. No, just, just Brandy. It's just Brandy. Brandy. Oh, and Brandy. So, he, so he told everybody that he was Ray J and Brandy. Tell he didn't tell nobody. 
He didn't tell nobody. He, he told, told me. He told me he was Brandy. So how did he? How did y'all believe he was? Whole story. He told our me. uncles. Yeah. Our uncles told us. Yeah. Glenn just he's around. He was around a lot in the hood, and I mean his later days, you know, didn't end well. You know what I'm saying? He was. He used to his location where you find him was lost on the corner of uh, Fair Oaks and Woodbury yeah. at the gas station at the at the bus stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. And then he, he eventually drinking all the time. And then I you know try to keep the nigga off from drinking. And Pasadena shit. Chronicles. Yeah, okay. shot yeah. to Glenn, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, he he uh he asked me to uh, wash my windows at the uh, gas station right there on uh, Woodbury and Fair Oaks before. Mm-hmm. As he's telling me, he started telling me a story how he whooped this nigga's ass. <laughs> So I'm listening to the story, and the nigga just do a, a cold ass karate move and stop right by my solo plex. Yeah. He was like, he was like, and I would, I was like, nigga, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have been done. He took my car, my wallet, everything, and he was just like, oh, I'm just gonna clean these windows for you, don't play in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's that dragonfly bug. Yeah, yeah. it was cold. That's what's up. That's what's up. I had one time he was gonna, you know, offer to pump my gas, and I'm like. I'm sorry, bro. I fuck with Otto, man. I'm loyal to my <laughs> I'm loyal to my Damn, that fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't even funny, though, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She wasn't funny, motherfucker. Blaze, I want to talk to you after the show. Yeah. What you got for us, Blaze? Oh, man. All right, man. We got to get serious now, man. There's real shit going on here. We really working. Uh, and news today. That nigga doing the weather, baby. It's gonna be cool for a while. Hey, so uh, they doing away with the three G networks, man. You know, so I don't snap. You niggas gonna have to get rid of the booze mobiles and shit. Man. What do you think about that? Three G networks affecting a lot of shit. Are your glasses up for it? Yeah, oh, my glasses is top of the line. Not okay, all of them. Yeah, he said not all of them. He said not all of them. He broke in my house. Look, he said not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. I can I tell by the chargers. You know, this one got the old big block charger. This one you can sit on the top and it just charges. I seen it. You know what I'm saying it's cool though. It's, it's, it's a beautiful display. It's a type. Who still who still uses uh, 3G though? Is it like no, Nextel? Nextel chirps? No, no, no. <laughs> Any, every every car from 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 2010 to to 2021 right now, those cars are operating off of the 3G network. So everybody who got a car between the years, and you know, different models affect. You know, I mean, they apply different things, but from 2010 to right now, or 2021, they operating off the 3G network. So, so if you got, uh, I don't know, satellite, uh, uh, navigation, you know, and, and that'll fuck off the sensor in your car. So when the 3G network shut down, now your car got lights and shit coming on, and you know what I mean? Right. And the government can't hear us no more. Yeah. Yeah, right. Do what y'all want to do in your cars, guys. Yeah. They ain't really want to listen to a motherfucker who's sitting on the side of the road. He, he, you know what I'm saying? Right. You're stuck at that point. You, right. It ain't that extreme. Your car won't shut down. But yeah, I mean, who want to ride around with this shit? You know what I mean? Fucked up. That's but, fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder how they gonna uh, how that's gonna work out. They're getting rid of 3G, and then you, you can't use your 5G on on airplanes. You saw that? Well, they, yeah, that's well, that. well, well that's part anyway. of the reason they're getting rid of the Could 3G, you? so they can have more space and more, you know, for the 5G and the 6G coming. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. The thing that they ain't talking about is the fact that the goddamn taxpayers back in the 90s paid for these broadband airways. We paid for the internet was supposed to be free. Right. That's why they went to eight, the digital and HDTV <laughs> to free up those signals for the internet to be free, high speed for everybody. We paid through our taxes for broadband to get laid down from fucking Maine to San Diego, and we still got to pay all this goddamn money to access the internet. Yeah. That's what the fuck we should be asking. That's yeah. all shit, man. Yeah. We paid for this shit already. Already. And they, um, like, when it comes to creating wealth, these companies are capitalizing off of something that they didn't have to invest in to create. That's right. We did. Yeah, well, a portion of our taxes, I, I forget the exact percentage, maybe like in the 30 or 40 percentile, goes to technology, developing technology off top. Yeah. So anything that's technological, we are invested in as taxpayers, period, point blank. Right. We're invested in our agriculture. Everybody yep. that's an American citizen, you're an yep. investor in that. And yo, and we allowed them not to give us what they owe us, nigga. Right. So yeah. matter of fact, our pa- our taxes pay agriculture to not grow shit to keep the prices at a certain level. Right, right. right. The sad <laughs> thing about that is, while we paying for it, the average brother don't know a fucking thing about agriculture. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing about agricultural science or the importance of it or. or the average nigga don't wouldn't even if it wasn't for grocery stores, a motherfucker, average nigga starve. I don't, I don't, I don't all the way. I don't we would find a way to add that because because niggas you know that can grow something right now. Greens, <laughs> uh, niggas can grow greens. Most niggas can grow That's greens. That's a good point. Niggas I, can't grow I, greens. I, I, I would be willing to bet all the church's money. Eight out of ten niggas that grow greens. They don't know shit about it. They just plant something that come on a packet and they read the ingredients. I mean, you got to really know how to test soil and, and, and know which soil is good and when it's not good. Most niggas that I know that grow greens, their grandmas ain't got a thumb. <laughs> and she went back there and she really showed them. Now, what you going to do, baby, is you going to do this. You got to cut this. Li- you know, they, yeah. so they know. So yeah. a, lot, a lot of niggas know how to go green. It's cool. thing. But I, I get what she's saying. The program, we programmed so fucked up that even if niggas kind of had an idea about it, we don't have the patience to wait on some shit to grow. That's deep. But, but, but also, why? That's a good point. And we won't have the patience until it comes to the time. When the time comes, when we realize. Um, you know that information didn't travel this much information didn't travel around the world so fast before so us creating all these different pipelines and transferring all this information eventually is making the world hot and eventually it's just gonna pop and also like when it comes to growing shit you gotta always ask why look it's not a nigga problem when when the, when we go to a city environment when when we when the great migration happened we're about a hundred years since the great migration started you know where America went from rural to urban and anytime you live in urban environments, whether you're talking about now or whether you're talking about fucking ancient Babylon, right. the, the the state provides though that kind of sustenance. Right. So, the only, but but that also is the reason why America monetarily produce what we were talking about before the show. Right. The reason why this country produces more goods and services than anywhere else in the fucking world because of those needs are taken care of. So, you know, we can't look at it as you know this is an issue with niggas. We gotta look look at niggas and be like, okay, at least figure some of this shit out. Shit out. Right. Learn how to fish because mm-hmm. if you're in a in an economy that's in a city environment, ninety percent of the people in the city don't know shit about nothing farming. Yeah, but and we were the primary farmers yeah. of this country up until right. sixty years ago, and that's yeah. purposeful. You know what I mean? They yeah. purposely want to put you know the wool over your eyes, man. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. us fucked up. 
You know, um, the wine um, know how to grow Snickers. That's what they tell us. You know what I'm saying? Did he grow the nougat first? He said nougat. The nigga Craig, the nigga Craig got retirement home jeans on. He's looking at the color of these jeans. This is Mr. Rogers tan, nigga. Come on now. You got a nylon tree in your yard. Your hat and your chain came with a walker. <laughs> you, you and Kids Jackie got made by the same Indian. Wow. The funny thing is, this was made by a Native American artist. Shout out to Native Americans out there. That shit dope. I actually heard about some. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's how you change shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It literally is. Shout out to America. You right. You right. You right. Your jacket was made by Indian. He stole his jacket from the Barney Paper Town man. Damn. Yeah, but that's how they do us, though, man. You know, put that wool over us and shit. Fuck us up, man. Man, you know? for real. Um, and you know they're attacking us in, in, in a spot that it really hurts. You know they they they. They 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 get they using our women against us, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, that's number one. Yeah. Of course, putting them in weird positions or, or, or unnatural positions. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like in uh, work environments where they get like to fuck them first, huh? Like what? Like like what position? I blame it on <laughs> platinum football, football, <laughs> platinum football. <laughs> that's when you start knowing who the real lesbians was. Platinum football. <laughs> football jerseys came out. <laughs> <laughs> One of those, my niggas. Yeah, she ain't coming back. And them three, and, and them, and them three, and them three, them three wheel motorcycles too. Three wheel motorcycles. Yeah, that's that's how you know bitches left me right there. Set it off. Oh, Fubu did it to the women, my yeah. nigga. Fubu. Because they took that shit serious, my yeah. nigga. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the brat. What the fuck is No, because the brat was. And also, color purple. That scene where Whoopi kissed old girl. Oh, yeah. Jesus, shit started acting a little different. I mean, you know what the crazy thing is? You talking about shoes? You talking about shoes? You been on my mind, sister. sister. <laughs> yeah. If you read the book, you you know they they talk a lot more happened than just a kiss. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You look like a young they Mister. Also, <laughs> damn. <laughs> they also in the book uh, the you know the part where uh, what's the what's the big bitch name? <laughs> big bitch. Um, Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. Uh, Oprah. You talking about Oprah? Miss Sophia. Miss yeah, Sophia. So <laughs> when the big bitch was running away. <laughs> And do one like a full-grown uh, Hoppo Jr. Oh, uh, damn. Hoppo? So, so when, so when Miss Sophia walks away from her man to go, when they go meet uh, uh, Mr. or whatever his name is, um, in the movie, they made her walk away and yell at him. Come on, come on. Like, get your ass on here. But in the book, they held hands. And it was like it was a loving thing. It wasn't no animosity mm. or it was like coming like this is this is a, a loving type of situation. Yeah. That was still birth on that bullshit in there. Yeah, right. so so they do they a lot of bullshit in there. They'll talk saying. about is how the WNBA is a systematic attempt at the American government to destroy the black woman. Yeah, yeah. real talk. 
You go WNBA, you gonna become a lesbian for sure. I thought you was. I thought you gonna say to be Oprah's girlfriend. That plays right into. That plays right into. Women ain't supposed to hoop, nigga. Unnatural position. Unnatural position for a woman. It should be down under. They should be down here with another Yeah, they're supposed to be catching babies. Ball grippers. Blades can relate to most of them. They're supposed to be shooting ball. They're supposed to be catching ball. Ball is cool. So that that, that, that segues right into my next topic. Segues. They're saying that that these new women, (laughs) one in every four, four women, would uh, auto-tune right out. What the fuck is this? Auto-tune. Yeah. <laughs> 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 One in four women would experiment experimenting with lesbianism. Or, or, I don't know if that's the right term for it, but right. fucking with another woman. <laughs> but if they're, nah. she said, "Hell no." Nah. Yeah, well, I mean, by one too. Obviously not you two, mm-hmm. but the other two women. It was four, y'all. One of the other two. But what do y'all think about that? Y'all think that is 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 based on the the the, the number of you know women to men ratio is fucked up or what? I mean, it's a lot of things you can I believe is accurate. Sure. What, what, what you guys say about that? I think sometimes it happens in childhood, and then sometimes women are just so hurt by men, they want to go try it. Mm. Well, I think that's, that's, that's two good points. Yeah. And then I think the things that media puts in our face, so lesbians, yep. things yep. that we watch through the media, yeah. they're trying to teach us and put it in our minds that that's what we should do. So kids that are watching TV back in the day, you never saw like gay man kissing gay man and all this stuff. Nowadays, you see it all. You see the nuts, they're whatever pushing. you see. You see <laughs> right? And they're pushing an agenda. <laughs> Why not be gay? Why not be gay? No, but didn't, no, maybe you're right it's though. Cause it, it's like the movie. It's like the movie Inception. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Inception was about. You can implant things in people's minds at the right time, and they think it's their own natural thoughts. Absolutely. So if you constantly always putting this shit in these in young, like grown folks, we see what it is. Right. That's but a little kid that's impressionable before the age of eight, you don't have discrimination. Exactly. Discrimination doesn't get implanted in your brain until you're eight years old. Right. So if you six, seven years old, five years old watching this shit, you just watch. You you recording everything. And it, and, huh? We always we are doing it, but they, depending on your then that that's that's the propaganda part of it. Right. The second level of it now is your immediate environment. Now, if you're in your immediate environment, there's any sort of abuse going on. What when abuse comes on, you can take that in in different ways. And what that does, and, and not just abuse, if people are getting told, okay, that's cool. That, you no, know, if rewards and consequences. When people see his rewards for walking around with a broke wrist and acting like hey and Billy Porter and all that shit. You're going to do it because it's rewarding that. Versus when they see a real nigga going around, the world always want to talk shit about him and say he ain't this, he ain't that. That's a consequence. If I throw a fish in your mouth, you're going to clap? (laughs) (laughs) Reward. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just call this nigga a walrus? This nigga's crazy. Craig, I I don't know. You you on a muscle shirt, nigga. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch the shirt. Why you on a muscle shirt? I didn't realize how small the shirt was. <laughs> I thought I bought a double X pack, and this motherfucker is large. Yeah. Nigga, that just, that I is fucked up. How'd you get it past your nose? Is the first question. Snatch, man. What do you think about that, though, man? Has that has that been your experience? You meet women or? or 
are you running into the women on women thing or are your numbers getting lower because women on women instead of men before you answer that um all y'all women and women um holler at me Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, what the fuck? Can't have a team. It ain't gay if I'm there. He said it ain't gay if I'm there. I'm going to say for the record, too, with all this funny business going on, the cost of dick is double. You know what I mean? So they, they Why is dick and pussy and meat always doubling with you, man? He's a billboard. <laughs> All these well, shenanigans they planned. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know no more discounted weenie. None of that shit. A discounted yeah. weenie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, shit, we're going to wrap the show up. Mimi, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Keeping It Real with Mimi on all social media platforms. Don't forget to get your poppies bourbon, baby. It's nice and smooth. Make sure you tell them that Craig Fax sent you. Go to poppies bourbon, P-A-P-I-S, bourbon. Y'all niggas know how to spell dot com. Y'all niggas know how to spell. They can put all that in there. Poppies, bourbon, y'all niggas know how to spell And do you have it on your IG? Is it linked to your IG? So y'all saw Mimi's IG pop up. If y'all lazy nigga pop, click on her IG and that shit will pop up on there. Yep, it's on my And follow IG. her too. Yep, follow me and then you can go to Poppy's Bourbon. It has its own Instagram Screen as well. Like that. If y'all having a hard time finding her, go to Craig Fax on mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Follow them and you'll follow them. Craig yeah. Facts on Instagram. The one I talk cardio is when you hop in your car and drive along. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> if you get the car, there's some cardio in <laughs> Turn the radio on. <laughs> you got a belly button holding that little ass shirt of yours. <laughs> Craig bought his jeans at a medical supply store. He said you got on scrubs. That's messed up. They say he's a candy striper. Uh, y'all check it out, man. Bad boy Blaze. Shout out to myself. Double O B L Z on Instagram. Holla backwards. You want to go? Knock out none of the like snaps. Don't, he, don't knock yeah. out none of the like snaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so y'all got to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, oh, TikTok, talking. everything at Ishjati, I-T-S-J-A-T-I. Say it one more time. So you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Ishjati, I-T-S-J-A-T-I. And on YouTube, I-T-S-J-A-T-I-I. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's totally. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, the nigga with the Hawaiian silky mustache. <laughs> 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 oh, I want everybody to hear that. That nigga had one barber doing his mustache and another one doing his hair. We go to we go to mustache salon, nigga. Put his mouth in the machine, nigga, and, and they put him to sleep. Everybody hit the like button. Everybody hit the like button. He got his mustache done by Zorro's barber. <laughs> <laughs>
right. Everybody's favorite substitute, substitute Potter. Uh, this is Sunny in the evening. Don't follow me. Just follow Craig Facts. Hit the like button one more time and uh, keep it moving. Brazilian mustache. Brazilian. Junior DeBarge. Sunny DeBarge. Sunny DeBarge. Sunny. They still. Yeah, they get crazy. Um, shout out to Craig Facts. Make sure y'all smash the like button before you go. This is Martin. That was funny, dog. This is Mr. Bean mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Call it, that, somebody said an Asian Don Lemon. That's crazy. That's wild. Craig Factors. Yeah. yeah. Craig Factors. That shit fire. Um, <laughs> Ken Owen TV, K E N N E D W I N TV. <laughs> Thank you. Tony Stark? That nigga looked like the uh, first promoter that brought Wu Tang to Paris. <laughs> Wait till you see these guys. The meth man, Rizza, Jizza, old dirty bastard. Purple bag. Uh, Wu-Tang. Oh, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang, we. That's the Morris Day mustache. Hello, world. Hello, world. Hello, world. Shout out to the Craig Factors. Craig Factors, please, uh, right now, go follow the Instagram, Craig Facts. Uh, Go follow the Instagram, Craig Facts. I am Otto Botch. You can find me on Instagram. It's Otto Botch. You can find me on TikTok. Otto Botch. You can find me on YouTube. Otto Botch. You dig? And um, if you love the bunnies as much as I do, or if you're a big fan of the the Butch Buttes, follow Bunnies and Butch Buttes uh, on Instagram as well. You know, uh, shout it out. You can find your favorite bunny or butte that you, we've already talked about on the show. You dig? A nigga on your motherfucking yes, bumper. Oh, huh? A nigga named oh, Finesse. I'm ignoring that. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the fans. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I do have a cash app, so if you want to donate, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. That's crazy. And, uh, and the price for what? I don't want your money. I don't want your money. A nigga called you fine. I said a fan. I said a fan. I ain't heard shit. I'm talking about it. A fan wants to money. Don't pay me. I got a question, Steph. That's crazy. If, if a gay nigga offered to pay your rent and all he wants to do is spend a little bit of time with you. <laughs> oh, no, man. No, nigga. No, what kind of time? Like, what kind of time? Like a slow dance? He just want a slow dance. <laughs> I just want to hang out a little bit. I just want to hang out a little bit. We're going to listen to Luther Vandross records. Records? Let me flip it on over. We have song number three. That's too intimate. A record? Listen to a record is intimate as hell. Yeah, we have a little snapping sound, the analog sound. He wouldn't dance with his father, but. If you don't get hard, I'm cool. Shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. Shout out to the chef, to the so chat. Freddie Jackson. <laughs> Freddie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the chat. Shout out to Craig Fag. Shout out to Tommy. <laughs> 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 Michael Jackson's son! Somebody in the back. Somebody in the back. He's out in the back. That's fucked up. Somebody called that nigga blanket. Y'all get off my nigga, man. Pierre Rock. Pierre Rock. we wild now. Your boyfriend. Hey, follow Ken, Finesse. <laughs> he already blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Roethlisberger on IG, Snaptastic underscore Pin. Uh, the Dina Collective album coming soon. Shout out to all y'all in the chat that show birthday love a couple Craig weeks factors, ago. Craig I appreciate factors. that. Oh, my bad, Craig Factors. And uh, that's it, man. Uh, you think you're right on the time? Well, I'll write more. Hey, can I get on your album because I'm from Pasadena? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. okay. What I got? Okay, cool. That's my man. Okay, well, can I get him on your what schedule? What about your that ain't from Pasadena? Huh? Uh -huh. We got spots too, or what? Uh, you said Pasadena Collective. See, oh, see how niggas be? Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, go ahead, niggas. Ah shit. Um, I got a sponsor. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's nigga. Yeah. Hotelbitch.com slash shop. I got the black American flags and uh, t-shirts, hoodies, and the actual flag on sale. The black heritage flag. You know, red for the blood, black for the soil. That's right. They put a dagger in a mistletoe, nigga. He's a mistletoe. That's a mistletoe with a dagger. Kiss this night. The the reef represents the peace, and the sword represents the force. Yeah, we go. You know Ain't reef I mean? Greek? And, uh, yeah, That's Greek. There's something that the Greek stole. Okay. It, it predates Greek, you know, okay. fascists and all That's that shit. That's the merch? No, I got a fuck ton of merch, man. Oh, so you got toasters and uh, blenders, too? Yeah. <laughs> no, just I got, <laughs> I got, yeah. Yeah, shut up. I was gonna get his hair twisted between another man's legs tonight. Finesse might be mad at the motherfucker. You got the braid bait. <laughs> the braid bait. And they can walk around the house with the nigga on his shoulders right there. <laughs> <laughs> Individuals, nigga, not braids. <laughs> Salute to the crack factors. We gotta get auto back. limbo under the bed and sleep folded. How <laughs> <laughs> low can go? Sausage pigs, so please talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're going to inbox your dick pics. I got some scumbag fans. These niggas are ruthless. Shout out to the scumbags in the chat. Yeah, what? You know what I'm saying? Why do you got to be scumbags?
Because we live. It's some life. scumbag motherfuckers. It's, it's some straight. Yeah, yeah. It's some cool dudes in there, but it's a lot of yeah. scumbags in that motherfucker too. Now there's yeah. some weirdo niggas, man. Shout out to the weirdo niggas. Too. <laughs> shout out yeah. to the weirdos. Shout out to, shout out to the weirdos that say that. You shout yeah. your shit out. Yeah, shout it out, yeah. man. Okay. Shout out, shout out to your jacket and your hat, nigga. Yeah. 1947. All his books come with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> He said, 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 he 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 said, 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 To that fatal day when he, when he cracked his ankle. Butch Spices! <laughs> killed his career on oh oh Butch Spices! Fuck his Butch What the fuck is a Butch Bison? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> hey man, that's been this episode of Craig Facts. Go to the website thecraigsmith.com. Purchase the merch. We're working on this chill never withers. Almost wrapping that up. Got to get a verse from Blaze, Otto, everybody, Snaps, everybody. That's gonna be an NFT project. So once we get all the stuff together, man, support that NFT project. The chill never withers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, working on some local shit. L.A. We'll host some shit in Seattle very soon. What'd they say? It said Blaze look like Medea at the gym. What the fuck? What is happening? Show. They trying to make the Instagram. They trying to make their screenshot on the Instagram. That's what they trying to do. Appreciate y'all watching. If I owe you something, get it from God. God, God, God. Oh my God. That's crazy. Hallelujah.